0: Every day, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling.
4: Canelo, are you ready? I was born ready.
0: <laughs> Considered by many to be, pound for pound, the best fighter in the world today. Four division, five-time world champion.
5: Oh, look at this guy. He is now boxing's first-ever undisputed super-middleweight champion of the world.
0: Dames y caballeros de Guadalajara, Jalisco, Mexico. Viva
6: Mexico, cabrones!
4: You know my level, and you will see, because I'm going to fuck out everybody. You know I mean,
7: I would love to fight Canelo, I would love to show the
8: world that I'm the best. I want to get Canelo out here to
7: Houston. So oh Canelo where
4: your cojones at, let's get
6: it.
4: <laughs> payday, payday, you want payday, I know that, man, you fight with nobody. The
7: theboxofboys.com. He smacked the shit out of Canelo in get person. Get
4: the fuck out of here man, please, i want to knock out this guy. <laughs>
9: in at this moment, I was doing what I wanted,
4: no. Sao! Camello Alvarez. SDS Promotions.
10: That's funny. I think that's funny.
7: What up? What up? What up? Welcome back ladies and gentlemen to another previews and prediction. Thursday TBV podcast episode. I'm joined alongside Ringwalk Danny, Danny Alvarez, and the King of Essex. I mean, in the building, we're gonna be talking. Obviously, this weekend's upcoming fights. We'll preview and predict, plus all the news and notes that's out there. Shout out to Blair Cobb's. Got him a fight, man. What's going on, gentlemen?
8: Everything's good on this end, man. Everything's good. Shout out to Blair Cobb. He must have talked his way up into a fight. You guys had him up there at TBV, great platform in studio. He talked his way into a fight. I know. I know y'all got a little um, what they call that at um, a commission or nah? Um, they
7: didn't give us nothing. nothing. Ah, damn. I ain't, they didn't give us nothing. But listen, that is what? What's that? Topic number three. Let's jump into it since we started backwards, right? Like my issue I'm having. Hold,
11: hold on, can y'all hear me? Hold oh, on, hold on, hold on.
7: Oh, the queen is here. I ain't even see you, queen. What up?
11: What up, though?
7: <laughs> what's going on?
11: I'm good. Can you see me?
7: Yes, yes. Everything okay? Good. Okay. Everything's okay. What's good. good?
11: What's good, king? I ain't seen y'all in a what's minute. Good?
7: We hey, Good to have you back. For real, for real. <laughs> Jam packed show. Let's rock. So I was about to jump into the Alex Rocha, Blair Cobbs thing. And I feel like Rocha obviously has more experience in the ring than Cobbs with elite-level opposition, or at least world-level opposition. But he's the one with the losses. Like, how is Golden Boy still promoting the Latino fighter over the black fighter, and he's undefeated? And, 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 you know, what does this tell our young African-Americans? It's like, yo, we ask you to do everything, and even when you do everything, like Blair Flair you still don't get no love from your promoter. Like, you still the B-side. Like, how is he the B-side going into this fight? This is a common opponent with Virgil Ortiz. They should be building Blair up as an opponent for Virgil. Instead, they got him as a B-side to a Virgil victim. I'm just like, yo, why is it so difficult to promote black fighters in boxing?
8: Hey, you know what, though? Hey, listen, do they got to remember the line? Check out that TBB mixtape. I told y'all, Golden Boy only paying Mexicans. No disrespect, but... They, you know, what I mean, they got Rashidi Ellis in purgatory, whatever the fuck was happening with him. Um, now, now let me say this Alex Roka, pretty good fighter. I couldn't pick him out of a lineup, but Blair de Flair, you put him in front of a microphone or in the ring, and he draws that type of attention. So, again, you've asked the question, what do you have to do to sell a fight? I really don't know, man. I, I think it's just, you know, the, what if people believe in you, if they believe and what you bring if they believe that you have value in the first place. You know cuz signing you don't mean that people believe in you. That could be a tax write off. Mm. That could be taking advantage of the market trying to you know what I'm saying? Uh that isn't necessarily belief in somebody. So I really don't know what it would take but it's definitely going to take uh, an element other than Golden Boy to help Black Fighters. I can tell you that much.
7: I mean, you being the Mexican on the on the on the on the panel man, we're going to have to uh revert to you. And see, can you make sense of it? Uh, why would Alexis Rocha be the A-side in this Golden Boy co-main event? I, I have you know, this will be the co-main event to Virgil Ortiz versus Michael Mickinson.
9: Nah, man. I uh, really don't know why he would be the A-side coming into the fight 13-5. and five, Obviously, um, been beat plenty of times before. Been out of the ring um, not long, but, you know, you look, had two KOs last year, um, you know, lost to Rashidi Ellis before that. I'm sorry. I was looking at his amateur record. He 18-1. I'm yeah, he's only lost that.
7: once, and I believe it's to Virgil
9: Ortiz or nah, Rashidi. Rashidi Ellis. Yeah, Rashidi Ellis. So, I don't know, man. Um, obviously, that name is bigger than any name on... Blair Cobbs' uh, resume, but I still don't see, you know, if anything, it's more of a 50-50 fight, right? Because Blair hasn't been in there with anybody, but he does bring the excitement in and out of the ring, so.
7: Well, nah, I beg to differ. Blair's been in there with Brad Solomon. Common opponent with Virgil Ortiz.
9: Common opponent with Alexis Rocha.
7: And uh, Solomon is a good fighter. He was uh, originally trained by um, Broner's original trainer. What was it? Mike Stafford. And, uh, you know, Solomon just, you know, he never got that TV time. And then when they started giving TV time, it was kind of too late for him. Like, he was always that dude that uh, was, uh, you know, inactive. And uh, obviously, he got some fights. But he hasn't been winning any of them. But he had a good fight with uh, Blair the Flair, and um, I, I, I look. I'm not trying to make a big deal. It's just it was just weird, you know. How you figure Blair the Flair, as flashy as he is, you know, he can he can take the lead on the microphone. I'm shocked that Golden Boy didn't put him in that blue corner, uh, you know.
8: Or even, you know, just some coverage of the fight. Even if they don't want to necessarily put him as the A-side, I mean, the coverage of it. Just put a microphone in front of him and let him talk about the fight. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I think, you know, that in of itself. You know, let him help himself at, at the very least.
7: I spoke to him yesterday, and I'm like, yo, uh, is it cool to announce the fight? And he's like, yeah, you could announce it. He's like, I don't know why Golden Boy hasn't been promoting it. So, you know, he's, he's not necessarily happy... And we didn't even talk about A-side, B-side, but you got to imagine that he isn't. Now, I get it. Golden Boy Promotions, Mexican-based promotional company. Virgil Ortiz is the main event. He's the Mexican. I mean, I guess it makes sense for Rocha. But, uh, you know, Floyd said it the best, man. print. You know, uh, the Mexican doesn't have to be the A-side. He just got to be the opponent of the African-American. Um, but nonetheless, it's a good co-main event. Rocha isn't uh, an elite or world-level welterweight, but he is a contender, so if Blair can get a win over him, obviously it will, you know, position him and uh, keep him moving forward. I don't know what exactly this win does for him, Micah, because, again, he is with Golden Boy.
3: Maybe
8: they're looking for something real quick. Maybe they're looking to line him up with Rashidi. You know, his trajectory. Well, Rashidi's
11: gone.
7: He's a free agent. Gone. Oh, man. Well, God bless
8: him. God bless him.
11: Oh, I didn't know that Rashidi Ellis is gone from Golden Boy. Yeah, he needed that. He needed to get cut
7: loose so he could do something.
11: Okay. yeah, I definitely feel like Blair, I I think because I was I was letting you know that, too, as far as like with Blair, Blair Cobbs. I definitely love his energy and stuff like that. So I I really hope he like get a really, you know, a nice opportunity. He was talking a little spicy certain things, you know, I might not have agreed with, but I definitely like his uh, energy, especially when he the last his last appearance on The Boxing Voice.
7: Yeah, I mean, and based off that last appearance, it's like, let's test his, is he all mouth? You know, let's see what he does versus Rocha. You know, he's putting himself in there with, with, with the Crawfords and the Thurmans and the Earls. Well, you got, and definitely the boots. So he's got to show improve. prove. Uh, March 19th is this fight. He's like, once again, scheduled to be on the Honda Center in Anaheim on the undercard of uh, Virgil Ortiz. Did I give the right date, uh, Danny?
9: No, nah, what what was the date you gave? Cause March nineteenth. Um, that is that I'll, is I'll the date. It. Yeah, that's the date. No, that's definitely the date. It was just a different venue which you announced from. Yeah, what, no,
7: I actually I I did a mistake and and, and announced uh uh Roach's last fight location. Yeah,
9: no, nah, this one is March nineteenth at the uh the Gila Center on USC's campus in LA.
7: Funny that BoxRec doesn't have either fighter listed. Nor, they don't have the main event in Ortiz, nor do they have the co-main event in Alexis Rocha. But that was our topic number three. Getting back into order, Eddie Reynoso says, and I quote, it could be Macaboo for Canelo in December. Something that you want, Alvarez, so I'll pitch it to you. Uh, you mentioned Macaboo. Are you uh, I guess, patting yourself on the back? Are you excited? Uh, you know, what what what's your reaction to Eddie saying that the third fight on the three-fight deal with the zone could end in a cruiserweight fight with Canelo moving up yet another division to try and take on uh I don't know how to say his first name, but Macaboo for his W. Junior
9: Junior.
7: Nah, it's really not Junior. It's like double-L-U-N-G-U-N. It's like in in uh, Longonga or some shit. out
9: Everybody calls him Junior Macabu. No, I mean it's cool. Um, I think I like him going back to Mexico more than the fight. Like I I wanted the fight just because you can call yourself the only Mexican to be a five division world champ, and obviously it would then be a quick turnaround um, after his September fight with Golovkin. John Ryder's name was also brought up but I think they're trying to save him for a London fight. Yeah, I mean if I'm if I'm if I'm Canelo,
7: originally it was an 11 fight deal with Zone. You had you know the Ryder which didn't count plus 10 fights. You know, we were penciling Canelo to be done with his career somewhere around 37, 38 years old. He's 31 now. If I'm Canelo, I'm taking the Japan fight. If Murata wins, I'm taking the Rada fight in the UK. I'll take the Congo fight with Makabu. You're a world champion. You're a global icon. Go on a global tour. You don't have to just fight here. Especially if you can still get. And I'm taking that that Middle Eastern fight. Uh, but especially if you can get the money. If you can still get the same money, you know why are you here? Like do it everywhere.
8: Oh, you know something? Let me let me add a little conjecture in here. Now, again, I don't like the Triple G fight, but if you're telling me that the Macaboo fight is the third fight, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because as much of a spectacle in boxing as we might consider what DePaul's have been done, this is a respectable spectacle moving up the cruiser weight coming off of light heavyweight and then giving just fight fans an all-out grudge match. And then I think trajectory-wise, if he beats Bivol, um, he's probably going to, you know, um, hurt Triple G. So that would be like a spectacular Canelo win. And then he got, you know, macabu Now, those three fights, I'm a little bit more interested, not a little bit more, I'm a lot more interested in, and I'm just a little bit more satisfied in that run. Not because I want Canelo to have to fight a murderer's row, but I believe that there's a lot of history being made and that there's a lot, you know, the the, the first and the last are two equitable challenges. So I, that changes the whole complexion for me. Yeah. But let me say this too. Hold on real quick. I will say I'd like to see a Coley slide in there and challenge Macabu and fuck Canelo's plans up, but that's another story for another day.
7: I just don't think that uh, uh, Macabu and, and, and Don King of all people would allow the fight to happen with a call. They'd be like, "Nah, why are we gonna mess up the bag? We, we, we waiting." That's right, true.
11: Mm, so that so that possibly can be the third. Well, you know, I've been I've been saying little things on my Twitter and things like that. I'm okay with Bivol. I like. I feel like Bivol of course that's a a nice opponent that's definitely somebody Bivol is very nice certain things that I see from Bivol so I understand what certain fans especially hardcore Canelo fans are saying um I've been on this platform I've spoke highly on Canelo I you know I said he is a, a great fighter we know that certain things but I definitely just uh, as far as him I don't want to say I disagree with certain fans because I have gotten to it over the last couple of weeks about certain things about who Canelo is choosing. I wasn't really too um, fine or happy of him, you know, with the, the second fight, him choosing Triple G, because I'm like, we already seen that. I understand what some people are saying, but in my mind, okay. Is, did something happen? But um, in my mind... Bivol, Bivol is good, but the Triple G, I really wasn't feeling the Triple G because I really wanted to see Benavidez or Charlo. I know certain fans are saying they, you know, they haven't earned that right. Um, I need somebody to really, somebody that I trust, value their opinion a little bit more to really break down to tell me when fans say they haven't earned, when, when they say that. Charlo and Benavidez has not earned it. I completely disagree with that. I feel like they do have the opportunity. I understand. Yes, Charlo didn't look his best in his last fight, but I still feel like he still has earned the right to possibly be able to fight Canelo. Canelo always was at one point in time, he was not. He was not the top one. He had to earn that position to become great. He had to get the opportunity. Floyd gave him the opportunity at a certain time before we knew who, before we knew the Canelo that we know today. So, in my mind, I just feel like as far as the most excitement, and who I would truly want to see. Okay, you do Bivol, but at least, you know, spice it up a little bit and give us a Charlo or Benavides. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not one of them people that's saying, oh, Charlo or Benavides is just going to outright beat Canelo. No, we know that. If you don't... Uh, go up against Canelo you you got to come all the way you got to bring the heat you got to bring the juice we know Canelo is great when it comes to being inside that ring it is going to be extremely hard for anybody to beat Canelo at this moment in time but what I'm saying is for Canelo me me um you know liking Canelo I might not agree with every move but at least give Benavidez or you know, Charlo, a shot. That's just how I feel about it. I don't want to see, I definitely don't want to see the Triple G. We seen that twice already. Macaboo, uh, you know, so that's just my opinion.
7: I got Anthony Johnson with a cash app that says, let's go champ. Shout out to Anthony Johnson. Been rocking out with us uh this whole week. This whole week. Um... Yeah, uh, look, so I'm not mad at the Makabu fight. I mean, if you fight in Bivol and Triple G, I know I, I hear everything you're saying, Micah, but at the end of the day, if Charlo got the Triple G fight next, we'd be saying how that's the best fight on his resume, the biggest name on his resume. You know, oh, it's a unification. We'll be souping it up. So, you know... I can't turn around and say, "Oh, Triple G's old, I don't want this Canelo fight if if Andre got this fight." You know, I know that they'd be, you know, at least 250,000 Andre fans happy. Now, uh,
11: ho- now, hold on. What you what, what you saying Ness? You saying you can't turn around and say if Charlo got the Triple G fight? You saying if yeah, Charlo Yeah, I'm not got mad.
7: The- I'm trying to say I'm not mad at Canelo if he fights Triple G because if Charlo got it, I'd be saying that's Charlo's biggest fight on his resume. I'd be saying, you know, shout out to Charlo. He's about to unify the division. Oh, he better retire him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't downplay the Gennady-Charlo fight. Like, when they offered him $40 and and I thought he was going to take it. I thought it was going to be Charlo and and Gennady. It, It just ain't. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't get mad at Canelo when I was begging for Charlo to fight Gennady, or begging for Gennady to take the Charlo offer.
11: I mean, I see, I see what you saying. I see what you saying to a certain extent too, but it's it's still different to me because it's a difference from Canelo fighting Triple G when we didn't already seen that twice. Then even Charlo fighting Triple G because we know we have never seen Charlo and Triple G. And I'm just saying, I'm just saying, as far as even with fan bases that coming together like a I just feel like a Charlo versus a Canelo is going to bring something different to the table. You are going to have di- you know different cultures coming. You you know how with the Hispanic community, the black community, certain people feel certain type of way about certain fighters, you know. And, I agree. uh Canelo as far as you know being Hispanic with with cert with the community, them coming together, I just feel like it's going to be that's one of the most exciting fights. And then, okay, let's say take away the Charlo, even Benavidez. You know, we want. I want to see. I, I know some people thinking, oh, is, he don't have a shot. But I still, Benavidez to me is a threat because of his power because of his, because of certain things that he does in the ring when he throws the combinations. Yeah, it's still certain things he has to work, work on, and we know Canelo gonna get in the ring and he bring that work, but at least give it to the, you know, at least give that to us, at least an opportunity for the fans. And I know Canelo is doing what's best for him, but Mike, um, y'all had, I think y'all did that too, like with Mike Tyson, you covered that, what Mike Tyson said, and I kind of agree with that. That's something else I posted on Twitter too. But anyway, I see what you say in this.
8: You know what though? I think part of the difference, though, too, is that if if Triple G fights any of those guys, it's a much more even fight because those fights are likely to happen at 160. You know, that's my only gripe about Canelo and Triple G. It's not like Triple G, you know, fought at 165 a couple times and then said, Fuck it, I'm gonna go ahead and fight Canelo at 168." He coming straight raw dog from 160. He ain't never been out of. He ain't never left his neighborhood. He don't even know how to pack to go down south. You ever seen somebody from down south try to go up north when they come to Jersey, they motherfuckers will bring a windbreaker, and they think, like, yeah, I'm going to be warm. Like, nah, (laughs) bro, it's a different kind of thing. So him going up to 168 with no sort of, uh, you know, kind of, you know, check, no kind of temperature check, you know, to see if he bring that power up, to see, you know, if he could take the power from, you know, quote, unquote, naturally bigger guys. That's my only issue with the fight. He ain't do that. He, you know what I mean? He's jumping out there. He coming to New Jersey in a windbreaker. It
7: might be March, but it's cold. Let me tell you something, man. Mm. Let me get to see some of these Super Chats. Uh, first up, looking like Super Mech says, It's funny. As fans, we whine and complain about boxing going back to old days and then complain about trilogies as if there wasn't tons back then. I mean, I uh, I I agree with him. You know, there's plenty of people that had trilogies and and, and more back then. Uh, I, I, I I just think that right now we got social media. Everybody has everybody's voice can be heard, so we're we're hearing it. You know,
11: I'm o- like I'm okay with a trilogy. Some people miss my point, and especially like Twitter, you can't sometimes because you got to keep tweeting, so it, they kind of take it out of context. It's okay for me to see Canelo versus... Uh, triple G I'm just saying I didn't want that to be the like the next two like we've already seen it twice so can we wait and get something else possible but I know boxing is a business once again and Canelo is doing what's best for him but I'm saying as far as taking that like how I say take that analyst hat off what I truly want to see that would not be my number one option and I feel like most people you know, well, I don't want to say most people, but a lot of people feel that way. I don't want to see a triple G. I'm not complaining. We can do it. They can do a trilogy. I'm still gonna watch it. If you are an actual boxing fan and you love boxing, you're going to still watch Canelo versus Triple G. The whole point is, what is the most exciting, spicy fight? And to mm-hmm. me, that is not the most exciting, spicy fight at this moment in time.
9: So, so would you rather? Would you rather see Canelo Triple G a third time? or David Benavides and uh David Lemieux two weeks later
11: I mean of course probably a anello versus uh <laughs> uh versus triple G but that's not what I'm saying I'm saying i right? i want, ne- uh, I want ne- uh, of course if we gotta choose from that that's that's a difference but I'm saying we're talking about what i want to see Canelo go up a- who i want to see Canelo go up against mm. that's a that's an automatic I'm going to go with Nello versus Triple G over that fight.
7: Agreed, agreed. Um, all right, so moving on, uh, we got a lot of fights to talk about. March 4th, Fresno, Ca- Fresno, California. That's actually tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, on ESPN Plus, the app. Jose Ramirez gets in the ring versus Jose Peldraza. It's the battle of the Puerto Rico versus Mexico Um, they're bringing it back to ESPN. 12-round fight. Good fight. I feel like Ramirez should have more in the tank. He's fresher, younger. Um, but I'm not counting out Pedraza. I'm really not. Two-time champion, slick fighter. You know, uh, he gets hit more than I like him to, but, you know, I'm not going to count him out. Um... We know Ramirez should be more active. He should bring that Mexican pressure. Peldraza isn't the biggest puncher, so that's why I'm leaning Ramirez, especially the house fighter. I know Peldraza's been with top rank for a while, but he's always been the, the B-side, you know. Uh, so I'm going Jose Ramirez. He's still with Robert Garcia, I believe. So I'm, I'm going to go with Jose Ramirez
9: not Pedraza. yeah I'm, t- I'm taking Ramirez I'm taking Ramirez as well uh the only thing that really concerns me this is his first fight since the Josh Taylor defeat and you know that was uh that was what nine ten months ago so definitely uh not the most active Jose Pedraza. you know he's on a three fight win streak. So it definitely should be a very fun and entertaining fight, that's for sure. Um but yeah, I'm I'm taking Jose Ramirez um to come back after his first loss.
7: I mean, Micah?
12: Yeah. Yeah,
8: no, nah, I was going to jump in there um I want to root for Pedraza. I want to, but I think he's just a little, a little past the expiration date. Uh, Ramirez, I don't, I, I you know, as, as Danny alluded to coming off of a loss to Taylor, I don't think he's going to be in the dumps about this. I think this is a good fight for him to bounce back to, um, Pedraza could, you know, if, 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 if Pedraza could mind the power, you know, he could get confident in the late rounds. That's how he kind of got this resurgence in, 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 in the second part of his career. You know what I'm saying? Like, he would he would be patient, and if he couldn't get hurt, you know, he could outbox and steal a couple rounds. Uh, I don't know how Ramirez is feeling, but he's certain got, you know, got that, that pressure, and as long as he stayed busy and kind of overwhelmed Pedrasa, you know, I don't want to say easy, but it shouldn't be that difficult for him to get the victory.
11: Oh. So I so I noticed, like, with Ramirez, sometimes he makes it harder on himself. You know, sometimes I feel like he doesn't simplify it when he's in the ring at times. So I'm looking to see as far as what has he worked on to, just from progression from the Josh Taylor fight. Because I noticed even with the Josh Taylor fight, with the controversy, what happened with Jack, when uh, Ramirez fought Josh Taylor, I felt him really that. I feel like Ramirez really could have still, even though Taylor did excellent it, Taylor did really good in that fight, but if Ramirez were to utilize certain things a little bit better to me like uh, King Amin said Ramirez is more of a pressure fighter comes at you with certain things. Uh, he's not per se you would say more like the pure like a pure boxer. He's more of a, you know, active, very active fighter. And just like I was saying, a pressure, a pressure fighter. So I am going to give the I am going to lean more towards uh, Ramirez in this fight. But getting back to what I was saying, as far as when Ramirez fought uh, Taylor, I noticed certain things that he didn't do. And I felt like as far as with him utilizing a jab or keeping Taylor more at bay and just really, you know, if he could, I felt like he couldn't kind of outbox Taylor and that's what Taylor did to Ramirez in that fight so I'm just really looking to see what type of Ramirez how he's going to look in this fight and I feel like with Pedraza just watching some of um his film if he's more calm and settled in and he keeps his composure I feel like this could be um like Ringwald Danny said it could be a very entertaining fight but um I To me, to me, in my mind right now, just off the top of my head, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Ramirez from what I have seen by him throwing combinations coming at you consistently, and seeing has he learned certain things from his uh, last from his last fight.
7: All right, I got a counter punch coming in here, looking like James Benitez. Who says? Queen, happy you're here. Make me a believer. David fight prospect level fights and post and post to be a boogeyman. I call BS, but educate me on David.
11: Educate you on David. What, James? It's been a long day. It's been a long. I can't. I can't educate you right now. Have you paid attention, James? You know you didn't. We didn't. We didn't talked. You know, and we didn't message and you come back in the message and be like, Queen, you was right. Dang. Y'all know sometimes y'all underestimate me. You be looking at me crazy, side eye. When you like, what is Micah talking about? Her prediction. You didn't went on the videos, you didn't laugh, and then I you didn't came back. Not saying you in particular, James. Some of y'all men that came back in the in the messages and told me, Yeah, you was right. I ain't see it like how you thought you was right, Queen. So listen, James, what I'm I'm not saying, Benavidez is going beat canelo at all we know canelo you know got the juice okay but when i'm saying benavidez has certain things as far as that power when he unleashes them combinations when he comes at you you know it could get real spicy it can make canelo could feel some type of way he gets certain hit a certain way then things could you know alter you never know because boxing is unpredictable not saying now, Benavidez has also showed us certain flaws. He definitely got holes in his game where Canelo will expose him. We know what Canelo. Canelo is great at what? Setting traps. He's great at fooling you. Thinking that he that you got him, but you really don't got him. Remember what I said about the plant fight. Y'all remember that prediction. How I told you what was gonna happen. Some of y'all thought Platt had it. News flash didn't happen. But with Benavidez, with Benavidez also. What I'm saying is certain things just like with with Plant, I saw certain things, I knew it was going to go um it was going to go a, longer. It went to the 11th round. Plant doesn't to me have as um the power that Benevides has. So with a strategic game plan with with Benevides, not quite cuz I don't even think he's in his prime prime yet, but with that power and certain things he can do in the ring, it could get spicy.
7: Well, uh that's the one everybody's waiting for. So we'll see. I know I am. I,
11: I hope, I hope that Canelo. Come on, come on, Canelo. Give us some. You know who got the plug with N- Nello? Come on, listen. Come on, just fight Benavides for it so we can see what it's looking like.
7: Yo, speaking of Nello, man, let me go to this here. Where is this? I'm gonna just put here it goes. Here it goes, here it goes. Wait, wrong one. Fuck. Fudge. All right, let me find it.
9: Today, Nester.
7: Dead silence. I mean, thank you guys. Thank you guys.
13: Now,
7: You're all wonderful. Here Here it goes. Here it goes. Here
14: it goes.
13: But you know, a lot of fans, Mike Tyson, Floyd Mayweather, they feel like Benavidez is the best fight. Do you? Do you I know, don't what, care. Do
4: you, what but they, I don't care what they feel.
13: Will they at the end of the retire?
4: day, at the end of the day, no sense for me, right? They don't have nothing to offer me. Do you Canelo, think it'll what was
13: before you retire though, Canelo? If he
2: keeps winning, yeah, maybe. Canelo, what were the deciding factors?
13: Yo,
9: how he
7: gonna you... say it don't make sense for him though? Yo, you gotta feel some type of way, Alvarez. How he going to say Benavidez and Charlo's don't make sense for him? The way Eddie broke it down, Eddie's like, look, Charlo would have been moving up challenging for Canelo's belt so it doesn't add any legacy to Canelo. And Benavidez doesn't have a belt either. So him moving up the bival, that's a challenge. You know, the trilogy with Triple G, that's legacy. You know, so I get all that. But for Canelo to say that they don't bring nothing to the table, like, come on, man. Benavidez, that's a big fight.
9: They bring, you know. Obviously, they bring the name, but he's saying, as far as like, what have you done lately? You know, and and it's his right to feel that way, and that's what he's saying. You know, y'all know what
8: that is, though, right? What that's logic? That's that, that's that. That's
9: that. Well, it's logic,
8: that's that man. logic. That's that. That's that. Asa slut talk, man. It's it's purposely insisting that. And now, granted, it's <laughs> logic in that when you talk about the value of the fight. Paper. Paper. On paper. Okay, I'm moving up and I'm fighting this guy. But 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 like tangibility, what we're gonna remember, what we would remember is, yo, and he stopped Benavidez big ass. Or yo Benavidez was leaning on him. It looked like Tyson Fury just doing some shit. Like those are the things we would remember. So yeah, it might be more on paper as far as the contract. Yeah, it might be whatever whatever but the shit we will remember will be toe like he to toe yo but he's he's saying right
9: out. now he's saying right now he's speaking on what you know 2022 david's like 24 yo like you know what i mean he gonna that's gonna happen he gonna handle what,
11: that what that what that mean? just because he's 24 once again i'm gonna keep stating it floyd gave canelo a, he what he floyd, floyd? Le, let me let me say something real quick king uh, right let's um we need to pull up how old was canelo when canelo fought floyd number one my whole point of the out uh, the thing is like king was saying too now, can you be talking crazy? You almost got me in trouble at work the other day, too. The stuff you were saying. I was listening to TBV, But that's that a that's that a size uh, slut talk. What you just said. Um, and it's about and I understand, like I said, the power in the business. But at the end of the day, what I'm saying is Canelo is what have they done? They're undefeated still. You can say, what have they done? What has anybody done? OK, Bivol. Yes, he has. At the, the belt. Belt. Yes, they he has. the no. He has, okay, but Triple G. Yeah, Triple G. This is the this is the third he time. Ain't you got can no give belt. another
7: Triple huh? G won't be bringing a belt
11: because it'll <laughs> oh, be that, at 68. That, 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 okay? that and that's what I'm getting at. All I'm saying is yes, Bivo has the belt, but you can also give other people an opportunity. Um I have no problem. That's what Canelo wants to do. He's all about controlling his destiny, make his legacy how he wants to choose. But that don't mean we got to agree with it and just like he's saying, he don't, you know, he don't care what have they done, but I have to disagree with Canelo when he's when he's saying what what have they done. That's why I'm trying to get somebody to break that down to me. He's saying what have they done, but they still uh they still are undefeated. And Canelo got an opportunity. He didn't it, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah, did but Canelo he him, have a belt but at yeah, that time? Yeah, yeah,
7: yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. He unified with Trout.
11: No, I'm talking about when when he fought when he fought Floyd. When he fought yeah, Floyd, yeah, when he yeah. Okay. And then he okay.
7: Yeah, when he fought uh when he fought Floyd, he he, he had the belt from Hatton. And okay. Then he, then he won the WBA from Trout, and I okay. guess he fought Floyd, right, Danny?
11: But, but because Charlo still had, because Char, Charlo still has a, um, still has a belt. Andre still has a belt. And my whole point is, okay, Canelo had it, but he was still young. He they didn't won't have to
9: fight get, each other. That's the point. They won't
11: fight each other. Who won't fight each other? Char, you talking about Charlo won't Nobody, fight? other? Charlo, Nobody. Andre,
7: Benavidez, Plant. Chris Eubank,
9: all of them. Anthony Durrell, you know what I mean.
11: But but Benavidez has been on record and said he would. Well, I don't know. Like I said, boxing is 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 so different with the politics and business. But I thought, um, and correct me if I'm wrong with this too. Hadn't Benavidez was saying that was like a year or two ago though. Now, when Benavidez said he would fight Charlo.
9: Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It hasn't happened. It ain't that hard. Y'all both, y'all both with Al. Y'all, and I know for a fact, I know for a fact no contract was even offered. All it was was talk. I know that for a fact.
8: Now, that's the part I do agree with. It is not Canelo's burden that everybody got to sit around and wait, you know, with their hand on their pockets. Like, yeah, I'll fight him. I'll fight him. I'll fight him. Now, that's true. You know what I'm saying, but again, this is I. But everybody uh, plays that, that game. It's a, it's a size slut talk because why are are these other guys not fighting each other? Because in their mind, their O means something more than the next man's O, and and the sanctioning fees that they, they pay to, to to their belts. You know what I mean? It, it means more instead of them trying to you know match it up. And, and I can't explain that. I can't justify it. But what I can say is that. If they did fight each other, you know, fight each other. I mean, really, it's not really these other guys. Let's just look at it and say Triple G. He fights some of these guys. It's at 160 against any of those guys. It's a great fight. But no, but what is he doing? He's saying, nah, I'm too big for you little guys. I want that trilogy with Canelo. You know what I'm saying? So he's doing the same shit. He's accusing. Benavidez and Charlo and, and Andrade are doing Everybody's doing it. And that's heavy as the head who bears the crown. Trust me, I know. Canelo, you just got to deal with it. If your head too heavy, take the fucking crown off. But everybody's going to expect for you to set the pace. And then the, the next guy with the biggest bag behind you is going to set the pace. That's Triple G. He don't want to split that bag because because he want to get his bag with you. And so subsequently, the guys behind that, they don't really have a bag to split. Caleb Plant is probably the next blessed guy because he coming off of the Canelo luster. If Caleb Plant decides he wants to fight somebody and say, yeah, I bet you I could tell you who's good enough to get in the ring with Canelo because I was just in front of him. That fight might bring a bigger bag, but again, it's it's for him to
1: choose.
11: Now, I, I do agree with both of you, um... Ringwalk Danny and um, King I mean right you can't just sit around Of course you know if you really about that You know y'all need to fight each other do something Like that I'm not saying well You know wait around but then again Um with boxing How do we know they not sitting around Like how do Well of course I'm not maybe Somebody like a Ringwalk Danny or Ness or something Like that you know got more of the inside Scoop of who would be fighting Who next and certain things like that So but, but my whole point is we don't the fans don't know that. We don't we're not behind the scenes and knowing what is Benavidez. Because to me Benavidez comes across as if he, he would it. He he wants the juice. So I don't I don't know what's going on behind where he like, okay, well if Canelo if Canelo um if I can't fight Canelo right now, I'm gonna fight at you know, A B and C or I wanna fight Charlo. I don't know what's going on. So we, we just kind of really assuming you know, making assumptions of what possibly, you know, could and couldn't happen.
7: Yep, yep, yep. Um, let's see here where are we at. Uh, We got Gabriel Flores Jr. taking on Abraham Montoya in a 10-round junior flyweight, excuse me, junior welterweight. No, I'm wrong again. Junior lightweight fight. That's the undercard of Peldraza versus Ramirez. Uh, Never heard of Abraham Montoya. Obviously, we know Gabriel Flores Jr. He suffered his first loss, so this is his bounce-back fight. Montoya, 20-0, two losses, 14 wins by knockout, one draw. Coming into this fight with Gabriel Flores with two wins back-to-back, one loss before that. So at least he's coming in off a win.
9: So yeah, no, this, obviously, obviously. Oh, go, go ahead, man.
8: Now I was gonna say, <clears throat> I don't, I don't know. Is this, um, <clears throat> is this? I don't want to say like a cash out, but is are they trying to really see where he's at, like mentally more than physically? Because to me, when you give your fighter that, you know, you you put a lot of money into, you invested, you know, uh, you know, he's one of your future prospect guys and you put him in, he's coming in off a loss, and you put him in there against a guy that's coming in off of, you know, two wins, um, you know, I understand matchmaking. This don't seem like the usual top-ranked diet, you know what I mean? This seems like a little something. So maybe they seem to think that G-Force needs to be tested and, and not just a confidence builder, maybe a tougher fight, you know. And I'm, and I'm just guessing. I don't know. I didn't even check this guy's box record, But Well,
7: I'll tell you this, man. Uh, this gentleman here... Um... Montoya when he lost he jumped right in the ring um, with someone that was 12 and 27 obviously picked up that win but his last fight was an undefeated fighter in Mohegan Sun so he was obviously brought in as the B side for the Mohegan Sun 12 and 0 undefeated fighter and he beat Alejandro Guerrero that day
8: yeah, so this is what I'm saying. This is not no, uh, just an opponent. This seems like, you know, this is this is going to be a guy that's in there fighting for his shine and, and top-ranked matched it as well. Um, I would like to pick, you know, G-Force, um, but something tells me this guy, you know, I don't want to go fishing for the underdog or fishing for the upset, but like I said, you know, when I heard his record and, and you know, I don't know, something tells me this guy could do something different, so I'm definitely going to have to watch this one. I'm going to ride with G-Force, man, but, you know... I, I'm,
11: you know. I'm gonna go with uh, Gabriel on this. Um, I'm glad that said he ain't know who, who that was, cause you know, listen, I'm over, I'm a basketball head plus boxer. So when I looked that up, I was like, who? So yeah, I'm gonna just look, you know, look to see how it was gonna go. But I'm gonna uh, go with Gabriel on that.
9: Yeah, man, I'm taking uh, Gabe Flores Jr. as well.
7: Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, You know, Gabe has been a friend of the show for a while now. You know, I want to hope that he bounces back. You know, I want to get him on the show. I know he's in that Vegas area, get him in studio. So, yeah, man, I'm riding with Gabe on this one. Joette Gonzalez is on the undercard as well. He's taking on Gio Santissima in a 10-round featherweight fight. I got to see Joet Sparrayo Venezuela, and, man, I'm going Joet. I don't know who the fuck Santisima is. He sounds like he could be Dominican with that name, but I'm going Joette.
8: Hey, listen,
7: I'm I'm big on Joette. I don't you listen. I, I don't I don't know him personally, but with him and Shakur was was going through that situation. You know, they had the family ties. Oh, I know it's Joe Santissima. He's the dude that fought Emmanuel Navarrete. He only got uh, well, he got three losses, but. His most recent loss was on ESPN to Emmanuel Navarrete. He, he had been on a, a long fight win streak. But all those wins, most of them in the Philippines, just like his two bounce back fights since losing to Navarrete. Yeah, but Joette, <clears throat> Joette looked good. Didn't
8: Joette
7: just come off a, a loss to Navarrete as well? He did. He did. But, uh, yeah, but he uh, looked- again, I got to see Joette spar. He looked good in the gym where it really matters you know uh, obviously it don't matter more than the fight but you know what i mean he, no I, and ready. i got
8: joet for i got joet for sure I, it's just you know i, I guess i'm saying joet has been in there against Shakur Stevenson. he's been in there against navarate you know, you know joet th- throw them losses out the window man he is a game bred fighter and i like the way he fights does you know have to uh remember to try not to, to buy into you know what i'm saying his smoke because he just start you know well in the way man but if he really tightens up that defense man um he could be something to deal with down the line
11: My. yeah cuz he took cuz Joey took never rotate to um to 12 Limit. Yeah, he took him to the limit, you know, Navarrete with the length and certain things, very awkward type of fighter. So, to me, I feel like sometimes a loss is not a loss, you know, it's a lesson. So, with that being said, him fighting, going up against two elite fighters like a Shakur Stevenson, like a um, Navarrete, I feel like, you know, I feel like he learned even more. So, I'm definitely going to roll with him on that one.
8: They was doing a lot of hair combing in Navarrete's corner when, when Joette was boxing him up, a lot of hair combing.
7: Yeah. Nah, Joet let's hands go, man. Uh, he probably got to commit a little bit more. Commit a little bit more so that, you know, um, he could earn a little bit of respect in there, but we got Richard Torres, the Olympian, making his debut in the heavyweight division. So top rank bagged them another Olympian, man. They on a job when it comes to signing. You got to wonder what's up with PBC. Like, have they signed any guys? Cause I know matchroom signs and I know Top Rank signs.
8: Maybe they already got it. Their roster's too full, man. They got to oh, know, it's eat definitely on they full. Plate. They got to eat what's on their plate. You can't be you can't be you know glutton. You can't be a glutton. You know what I'm saying? Eat what you got on your plate before you ask for more.
9: Yeah, man. uh... I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see how Richard does in the pros, man. He's a really short heavyweight. You know, I don't. I feel like we ain't seen heavyweights. Like obviously, you got guys like Andy and Joey DeWecco and whatnot, but very interesting.
7: Remember, the Dominican heavyweight just beat Cassius Chaney, who's undefeated or was undefeated twenty and zero. So, you know, short short heavyweights can have some success out here. Uh, obviously, Tyson was a short, oh, a short heavyweight. You know, he had his success. Um, but uh, we also got another Olympian, Carlos Balderas. Um, he's in an eight-round fight. But these are all to be announced. No uh, opponent. Charlie Shishis, he's also in a four-round fight. No opponent. Antonio... Mireles, no opponent, and Javier Martinez, no opponent. And then over in San Diego where you were at, how was the press conference? I mean, do tell us, man. I think you're on mute. Danny, there you go. Hello? Okay, I don't hear you. Or or Micah. Maybe I should just, uh, I'll call you guys back. See if that works because, I don't know. Seems strange. All right, let me bring them back. So it's definitely a Skype thing because it is frozen. Shut your face. Fucking dog always crying. Who wants a bulldog? Get rid of her little crybaby ass. Who wants a bulldog?
11: Hold on, why can I hear I y'all hear but now nah, it's I froze. I hear you,
7: I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. What's up, Micah?
11: Okay, I'm about to get... I'm about to go out and in again. It's, it's literally not...
7: All right. Well, I guess Skype is having some sort of technical difficulties if we all experience some sort of uh, glitchiness here. Um, but hopefully Danny joins... And we get this thing going. But in the meantime, I will open up the phone lines. Uh, We were just finishing up the top-ranked card. We haven't talked about the next card that's going to be in San Diego, as I did want Danny to touch a little bit on the San Diego trip um, as he was in the uh, press conference for the announcement of the Dimitri Bivol uh, taking on uh canelo alvarez but it looks like danny has joined us sound is there uh yeah man do tell me about
9: the press conference man how was it champ you hear me perfect all right yeah no press conference is great obviously uh you know i was able to get some time in with canelo eddie hearn eddie reynoso uh the light heavyweight champ dimitri Bivol. Uh no man, it was it was cool. Not a Cato plant press conference. There was no slapping or punching going on, but uh as far as access, it was good. I liked it. First time in San Diego. Yeah, was that how different was like the venue
7: that they chose for the press conference? Since you know, this is not normal. They don't normally do press conferences in San Diego. I just figured they did choose San Diego because Canelo trains in San Diego. And the fights are happening uh, Saturday with uh, Chocolatito and Julio Cesar Martinez in San Diego. So it was just uh, location,
9: location, location. Right, no, the logistics just worked out perfectly. Obviously, Chocolatito and uh, Julio Cesar Martinez fighting Saturday night in San Diego, Eddie Hearn event. And then, you know, with Canelo living and training in San Diego, it was just convenient. For the press conference to be held here, now it was nice. Uh, you know, practically right on the water. Um, it was nice. I enjoyed it.
7: Yeah, man. So moving into uh, the San Diego card live on the zone. Remember, if you don't got the zone, you can always use the link in the description below to get it. Better get it now before the price goes up. Lock yourself into that hundred dollars a year before it becomes one fifty. year, And remember that the Canelo fights will be on pay-per-view and not part of your subscription, but as a subscriber, you get $20 off. As a non-subscriber, you will be paying $80 to see Canelo fight. So we got Roman Chocolatico taking on Julio Cesar Martinez. I'm going to go with Julio Cesar Martinez on this one. I just think that Chocolatito is, uh, you know... I mean he's like he's as old as Triple G, if not older. Like he's you know, he's from that era. It's like it's 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 time that he, you know, takes a chill pill, I feel like.
9: Michael, who you got?
11: I'm gonna go with who Ness rolling with. <laughs> On this start going with who Ness rolling with.
9: I'm taking I'm taking a draw. Mm. Mm. That's how tight you think it's gonna be? Nah, for sure. I mean, Julio Cesar Martinez moving up two divisions. Um, we which, which we just saw Bam do, um, different skill levels, uh, different levels of opposition. Uh, Chocolatito is, is, uh, you know, he a hell of a fighter, bro. I was in Dallas for the second Estrada fight and I thought Chocolatito won. I thought he beat Estrada. So, <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm going with the draw.
7: So, uh, yeah. You made your pick? Oh, yeah, you said uh, you were following me. So we Hold got... on,
11: Ness. I'm talking about I'm following you. Who you said you was going for again? I'm I going Julio Cesar
7: and... Martinez. I'm picking and... against Chocolatito.
11: No, I've seen Chocolatito fight, though. Hmm. Uh, I had to think about that for a second. I might have to... Yeah, I might have to yeah, I gotta look at that again. But yeah, I'm I'm roll with you now, so don't be uh messing up my uh predictions. Your street, I'm rolling. Don't mess with, up
7: your <laughs> <street>. <laughs> uh I got Mauricio Laura definitely over Emilio Sanchez in a 10 round featherweight fight. Laura is the upset special that beat Warrington. So I'll be going with him.
9: Yeah, no, I'm taking Mauricio Lara as well. So um I expect him to come up with the victory.
11: Not as, not as familiar with these two.
7: All good, all good. These are the lower weights. What do, what do we got here? Um, Diego Pacheco, uh, under the training of David Benavidez's father, Jose Benavidez Sr., he's going to be taking on Genic Palma Oplana, and that sounds like he can be from the Philippines in an eight-round super middleweight fight. I don't know if he's really philippine because uh, i never seen a Philippine be a super middleweight, but, you know. Filipino be a super middleweight. Well, let me see. No, this guy looks definitely, he is from uh, pristine Kosovo. All right. Well, uh, Pacheco's here to get this win without a doubt.
9: Yeah, I'm, I'm picking Pacheco.
7: I'm thinking Pacheco. Diego Pacheco. <laughs> yeah. I'm Diego nah, same. Pacheco. Um, Mike, are you making any predictions on this one?
0: Mm-mm. All Mm-mm. good,
7: all good. Uh so Pacheco is one of those, you know, up and coming prospects. You know, just changed trainers to uh Jose Benavidez Sr. and um, you know, he is uh getting a I guess a a a a devel- developmental fight here to see how him and senior mesh together um but he's a big boy he's getting that sparring with David he's being pushed he's training alongside David I expect uh big things from him now that he's with that team I got um and 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 and, and, you know for those that don't know Pacheco sparred with Canelo to get Canelo ready for the Callum Smith fight he knew all about the bicep gang plan he said Canelo was doing that on him in sparring punching on his bicep so uh you know he, he 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 definitely uh attested to the true power uh that canelo has we got mark castro taking on julio madera i'm gonna go with castro in the six round lightweight fight
9: yeah same nice i'm taking the uh the rising prospect in mark castro
11: so, I'm going to go with y'all on, on the, the ones that y'all chose. I'm going with y'all on these.
7: <laughs> and the last two, I don't even know. Sky Nicholson.
11: I ain't even like with the undercard. That's the.
7: I don't even know these last two. Sky Nicholson and Anthony Christopher Herrera, both A-sides. Uh, one is a woman's fight. That's Sky Nicholson taking on Bree Howling in a six-round woman's featherweight fight. Uh, and then Christopher. Herrera, uh, you know, he's fighting the TBA pretty much. Um, that's about it for your top rank and your Zone card. That's Friday and Saturday. So you have boxing on Friday on ESPN, then on Saturday on DAZN. Uh Topic number four is the, uh, you know, CEO of Matchroom, Eddie Hearn, saying that Anthony Joshua may get an interim fight if possible before the Usyk rematch, and obviously that's due to everything that's happening with Alexander Usyk and uh the invasion of Ukraine and and, and 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 yeah, you know, this is a good thing. I said it once, I'll say it again anytime that I get a chance. This is a great thing for uh, Anthony Joshua. If he can actually get a interim tune-up fight, oh my God, you know, to actually work on some things with the new trainer and, and watch those things in, in an actual fight, that'll be great for him. You know, uh, so, you know, one man's misfortune is another man's game.
11: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think Anthony Joshua's that, that might help him out a little bit because, yeah, he needs to work on some things after what we saw when he fought Usyk. So, yeah, if he can get that and then, you know, double back on Usyk afterwards and see, see if he, you know, progressed and improved on a few things, then I think that'd be good. Help him out a little bit.
9: Nasba, who who would he fight? I mean, what, what name would be good enough for him to step in there with, but also safe enough to not blow the Usyk opportunity? I mean, you know,
7: um, Eric Molina, rematch. Derek Chisora, even though now he's
9: that's dangerous not... is dangerous
7: yeah but it's the wrong danger for, for AJ AJ won't lose to that type of fighter I don't think so I don't think AJ loses to that style you
9: know mm. yeah I-, I
11: would hope not ooh yeah he can't lose
9: to Derek Chisora, but damn you got me thinking
11: did they did they say any names or anything yet, or they just that was just it? Like that, that was, was just it. the report with okay.
9: Yeah, no names were said. When I spoke to Eddie yesterday, he was basically saying Joshua don't even want to do that, but it is a possibility given what's going on with Usyk. hmm What about a Trevor Bryan? That's a good fight, but Trevor Bryan's probably already
7: in contract with. Uh... Dubois and Frank Warren. And it looks like Frank Warren's got an influx of cash this year. He is out here working.
9: Nah, for sure, for sure. Frank, Frank like an old white guy at the strip club, he just letting all the money go. Everybody getting good office. Obviously, Uh, he won the the Zach Parker and, and Boo Boo purse bid as well. So. Yeah,
7: that's what I'm saying. He He got an influx of cash, bro. He won the... He won the Fury purse bid over Eddie, and he won the Andre purse bid over Eddie, and he already got Trevor Bryant. Everybody wanted Trevor Bryant in that belt. He got that shot, so he working this year.
9: Yeah, I don't know. Um, If it happens, that's good. You know, like you said, give AJ time to work a few things out, first fight back, and and. since losing to Usyk and be able to, you know, work some of that stuff out in the fight that he's got with his new trainer.
7: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, we can go ahead and open up the phone lines. We do have a couple of news and notes. Some of these are actually very good, uh, and some just don't make any sense. Like Josh Teller offers Jack Catterall a rematch at 147 with no belts. That's ridiculous. Exactly,
9: it wow. was his last fight at 140. How was that that's a
7: consolation ridi- prize? Ridiculous. You might as well don't even say that. Like, why say that out your mouth? That's disrespecting Exa- me. Like, like, why don't why? Does yeah, my pay he, go up if I beat you at 147 for no belts? Does my pay go up? No, the fuck what? it don't. What what's the point? Exactly.
6: And then I already no felt point. like
11: I beat you. To, I already felt like I beat you anyway. So I'm gonna fight you with no belts or like you like you were saying too. Um, Ness, you know, is my is my money is my guap gonna get better or you just you trying to play me? That's what you trying to do. So you telling me I'm gonna rematch you and I already didn't felt like I didn't beat you and then you saying I ain't gonna get no belts. Would it? Nah, we not doing that. That's
7: how I feel. Yo, tell I think us, tell us how you really feel. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Switching subjects to another little news and note, man. You know, promoters promote, man, but but damn if Oscar's not trying. How is he out here talking about in four to three years or three to four years, Canelo and Ryan, man? Like this dude is serious with this too. Yo, Canelo and magic. Ryan. Canelo
11: and Ryan, what?
7: Fight fight each other. What? Yeah, you know, since was, they beefing I, you know, on Twitter. Since they was nasty. beefing on Twitter. That's, that was on Twitter? Yeah,
11: that was Oh, beefing. yeah, that's some, that's some, Uh, that's, man. Yeah, you know, that's, you that's know, wild. Was, that's he
7: wild said part. at 168. He said, Dan, you think Ryan could get. 165, 165. He said
9: 165.
7: You think Ryan could get to 165? When? How many? Well, he said three to four years, right? It'll that's slow real? Canelo down. It'll snow Canelo down.
15: Danny, is not, that is I that yeah, you right. think
9: about it, Danny? Is that how you think about it? Looking in the air and shit. He's like. Nah, man, it's just. First of all, Oscar, you know he on that blue magic for <laughs> making those comments. First I mean, of all. Second of all, let's just go ahead and entertain his nonsense and say that fight happens. I got Canelo in 10. Damn, 10? You giving 10. you giving
7: Ryan hella years. 10
14: seconds.
7: I mean, hella, my... Uh, oh, 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 say, dang, 10 I was about
9: to say, Dan, you giving Ryan hella, hella rounds to last. Hell no. 10 seconds. That's it. That's all you getting. And every time cutting Nello hits him, he going to be talking about, say that about Eddie again. Ah. Say it about Eddie again. Say you sorry. <laughs> Bro, you going to fuck him up. Um. Also in the news and notes, you got um. Obviously, Eddie Hearn saying that he has made a significant offer to Kell Brook to fight. Yeah. Conor ben Nuts. I like that. I like that. What about y'all?
7: I like Conor Ben Kell Brook. Kell Brook beat Con up, and uh, you know, he showed some some spunk and durability. Yes, Con is 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 fragile. He's not, you know, Terence Crawford. Um, and neither is Ben. He's, he's up until now only slightly tougher than Khan. We don't know how tough he is. Can he get past a Brook that should be past his prime? I like that fight for a guy like Connor moving up, you know, not moving up, but like coming up, you know what I mean? Like that would be a good fight for Boots. That would be a good fight for Virgil. That would be a great fight for fucking Blair the Flair. So uh, I like that fight for Conor, man. Eddie, Eddie doing his thing if he could secure that.
11: Uh, yeah, I definitely, I definitely like that because also it's gonna let us know, okay, even though Kale Brook, you know, passed his prime and certain things like that, but we saw certain things with the with the con fight, and it's gonna, it's gonna to me, it'll let me know certain things about Kale Brook as far as going up against somebody with a younger fighter, and I just feel like. I feel like with the with the Kell Brook with the Cale Brook situation, yeah, we gonna really we gonna see if he really still got even more spice. So that way he he might get an even you know another fight after that, especially if he do good. And then we get to see like you saying too, what Conor Bean is you know truly made of going up against a seasoned decorated fighter in a Kell Brook, and that fight. Everybody that really support me. I'm talking about the genuine supporters watching the Kell Brook versus Amir Khan fight. I have something that I'm going to hold out. I ain't going to tweet it. I ain't going to let nobody know until the time is right. It was a really big aha moment. It showed me something. And people that's really tapped into me that know I really do this, that break down certain stuff when I really do my research. Um, I would urge everybody to, you know, just pay attention the next month or so because I'm going to break down something very key that happened with the Kell Brook versus Khan fight as far as dealing with two other boxers that everybody know that's really well loved. I'm going to put two and two together, and some of y'all are going to really understand what I'm saying. It's, for other people, it's going to go over your head, but I noticed something during that Kell Brook versus Khan fight and what Kell Brook did even before he fought Khan. Uh, so those who really listen to me and pay attention and understand what the queen says when i say it just make sure you be on the lookout um for that but yeah i definitely like that uh kel Brook versus connor being because it's gonna let me see some other things that i've been looking at
7: i am with you so Magomed uh kurabanov fight with patrick Techshiria is postponed uh, after russia sanctions the bouts were scheduled uh for march 26th in Russia, so that is off now, and it will be looked to get rescheduled, hopefully, when uh, the WBA and others start to sanction Russian boxers yet again, Conwell says, I'll be breathing down the neck of Jermel Charlo by the end of 2022, and Charles Conwell is, uh, you know, the fighter, you know, I, I hate that that's how we have to promote him, but like, it's, it, this is a brutal sport, and unfortunately, in this sport, you know, uh, some people don't make it out the ring, and, and, and Conwell was in a situation where his opponent did not make it out the ring in a fight that they had. He is an undefeated 154-pounder. He is a, a super threat. I've watched him spar, uh, Gerdinand Dervianchenko, and Hakeem Nurse, and others, and uh, I know that he's the goods. Um and now the money's behind him for those that don't know today it was announced that Charles Conwell is with Probellum go figure when Lou DeBella announced last month excuse me last week that he was with Probellum and he's the promoter of Conwell uh, Conwell is also with Split T management so what exactly is Probellum if if Conwell already has a manager in Split T a promoter in Lou DeBella what is Probellum I don't know, but it's money. Money he's going to need to get his name out there in order to really get a Jamel Charlo fight who has all the belts plus has, you know, Erickson and uh Fondura basically knocking on his door trying to get a shot and they're in house. Um last note is that's it. We did them all. We're gonna open up these phone lines for anybody that wants to call in. You already know the number to call: one four two five five six nine fifty two, forty one. Press one one time. Voice your opinion right here. Voice of the People Hotline. Don't forget to add Nestor Gibbs on Skype to be part of the conversation.
0: Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. You
7: can also click the Skype link that is pinned in the YouTube live chat right now. And by clicking that link, it'll put you right in the Skype conversation. And then you can rock out with us as well. Uh, we're going out to AMG in
5: Oklahoma. Subscribe to YouTube.com slash The Boxing Voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters.
10: What up? Hey, what's up, Ness? What's up, panel? How's everybody doing? What's good? What's good? uh yeah a lot of topics uh main thing i wanted to get into uh i know i i, I hear a, this argument being used a lot right where can canelo fights somebody and they're like well but why won't he fight this guy the other guy didn't fight nobody either you know they're just holding a belt but that's the thing right that i think th- they're missing the point the point is that nobody di- differentiates themselves from anybody else so until somebody does yeah you can sit there and critique them but there's no pressure because everybody's just doing the same shit everybody's just waiting i mm-hmm. I'm excited for this weekend though. Uh this weekend's going to be good. I actually got I got Chocolatito beating um, Ray Martinez. I think just think Ray Martinez, he's just too sloppy. I think he's going to get caught. Um I got a little bit of money on that one actually. Uh let's see what else. Oh, Pacheco. I really like Pacheco. I just it's just or does I feel like he still needs to grow into like his his man body. He still looks a little too lanky. He's tall as hell but I think it's going to be real good once he just gets a little wider, I guess. Um, Yeah, shit. I don't know, I don't remember any of the other topics. There was a lot of stuff today. That's it. All
7: right. You sure? All right. All right. Make my day easier. Uh, So, Charles Conwell says, with Probellum in my corner... I know I'll be breathing down the neck of Jamal, excuse me, Jamel Charlo by the end of the year. I'm confident I'll be in a mandatory challenger position where he has no choice but to fight me. And as my nickname suggests, I'm bad news for the entire 145, 154 pound division because I'm coming for those titles. And when I get them, mark my words. I'm 16 and 0. I'm already ready to step up and become the world champion, which is something I am destined to do. Now, obviously, Probellum and, like I said, DiBella signed a uh, deal earlier this month. But the company, Probellum, said that Conwell is uh, the first major signing in their partnership, so... They got their eyes on Conway. And let me tell you, he is no joke. With money behind him, he's about to be a problem for, I guess he's coming for Jamel. We'll see how mm. Jamel handles that power, because that shit is real. Moving on to Hawk, Maryland. What is up? What time is it? Right. what time is it? Right. what time is in Maryland. Tell me.
0: Great show, Steph, yes. Dan, and uh Brandon, I'm out. SDS promise. Alright, bro. Uh first off, uh, ladies first, what's up? How you doing, Micah? And uh Hey. Great work over the uh, couple of last couple of days with uh, Ringwalk Danny. He did some great work. I saw the interviews.
6: Yo, neck.
0: Oh, my fault. Let me hold up now. What's up, super producer Brandon Lynn? But yeah, yo, next. What up? Bro, when I was hearing these names, bro, uh, I thought HBO was getting the band back together. I heard Chocolate Cheeto and GGG. Ain't that their pound for pound list favorite? That five years ago? Yes, sir. Oh, my goodness. I thought HBO was getting that band back together. They was coming back, GGG and uh, Chapman Tito in the same sentence. But um, uh, I don't really know much about the fights this weekend, but I did notice something. I want to know if you noticed it. Earl Spence and uh, Canelo Alvarez both interviewed, both had their press conferences this weekend, the, uh, yesterday at the same I think same they had time. the
15: same day. Around
0: the same time. Same day,
7: I believe. Yeah,
0: same yeah, it was the same day, but it was almost like the same time. Point I'm making is, I, you think they setting something up for the
7: future? Nah, that's too. They they they, they take. They wouldn't be thinking this early. Yeah, but but yeah, but but, but you, know, you know that, you know you know Canelo already said it. He willing to fight him. You know, uh, Earl got to do what he got to do. Yeah. That-
0: Hey, and I was like, they put and they put the the, the press conference the same day. But you know what? Uh, so was um Ryan Garcia. His was on the same day too. So uh, you know, his was on the same day too. So maybe Ryan Garcia's uh, press conference I don't really was no know. Fake. It did, didn't it? It was weak.
7: That shit was I, I don't know. Didn't he have... hug
0: the guy? It was weird, man. That was a weird one there, and they ain't really put much into that. Yeah, Uh, but uh, what's the fight Uh, with Chocolatito fight this weekend?
7: Chocolatito versus uh, Martinez, and then you also got the uh, ESPN card on Friday on uh, Top Rank.
0: Oh, okay, I got it. Yeah, Yeah, you got Ramirez Uh, versus Pedraza. The,
7: The Top Rank card is actually good. It's a solid, at least the first three cards. Ramirez? Yeah, you got Jose Ramirez, former unified champ, taking on Pedraza, former two-time champ. Gabriel Flores taking on Abraham Montoya, and then you got Joette Gonzalez versus uh, Gio Santissima.
0: Oh, uh, I'm gonna have to go over Ramirez. I mean, Pedraza is pretty good though, but I'm gonna have to go with Ramirez. I'm gonna, uh, I might go against Tito on this one too. Mm-hmm. You said uh, Martinez, right?
7: Yep, Juan Julio Cesar Martinez. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Julio. Yeah, Uh, I think I'm going to go with that one. Um, Julio on that fight. But I really don't know much about the fight. Just hearing GGG and hearing Chocolate Tito just made me think about HBO again. That's all. (laughs) It was crazy. But uh, that's it. A great show, y'all. Hello, Micah. She's beautiful up there. Helps the show out. Nice little trinkets for the show. Yes, yes, yes. Y'all have a great day. I'm out. How are
7: you gonna say a trinket for the show? You terrible, man. Y'all yeah, man. Uh, Ray, the business. I,
11: I, I almost... Who, who was that, Hawk? I'm like, dang, he was being... He was, he did just at the end, just had to slip, slip something in the end. <laughs> I'm gonna be quiet, though.
7: Ray, the business, what up? What's up, my
13: man? How you doing?
7: Straight, straight, man. What's good with you? <sighs>
13: Just got home, just left training. I'm exhausted, but you know, I gotta hop on the number one boxing podcast, give my two cents, you know, like I said, as the designated representative of the redheads in boxing for the <laughs> boxing voice. You know what I'm saying?
7: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's your take, champ? A lot to talk about.
13: So, so what are we talking about? We're we talking about Canelo.
7: Well, obviously, every day there's something new in Canelo news. But yes, right. Eddie Reynoso says that December could be Macaboo. And then we're talking, obviously, Friday night's ESPN card with Jose Ramirez headlining against Padraza. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Gabriel Flores on the return. Joette Gonzalez also there. The, the, the debut of uh, Olympian Richard Torres. Then you got Zone on Saturday with the uh, Chocolatito versus Julio Cesar Martinez card. Uh, Eddie saying Joshua could take an interim fight now that uh, Usyk's out fighting a war in, in, in the Ukraine. Uh mm-hmm. Blair the Flair Cobbs. Woo! Got a fight on the undercard of Virgil Ortiz. Uh and Michael Mickerson versus uh Alexis Rocha. All
13: right, all right. Yeah, we do got a lot. Uh shout out Blair the Flair. Guy's quite a character, but uh he's cool. I like that interview y'all did with him. Um first let me let me talk about the fights that are coming up. I just want to say, man, I love when they split up the fights and they do like a Friday card and then a Saturday card.
6: Yeah.
13: So I'm not I'm not juggling around, um, looking back and forth, flipping channels, having to set up two TVs. None of that nonsense. And mm-hmm. then I have two days worth of boxing where I can, you know, sit back, relax, watch the boxing. Um, you know, my fiance doesn't really like it too much, but you know, I gotta I gotta get my boxing fix in. You know what I mean? I'm like a I'm like an addict in the game, but As far as the Canelo thing goes, man, um, listen, I I don't want to be like, oh, I called this from the get go, but I pretty much like called all of this. You know, Um, when we were talking last week about, okay, which deal is he going to go with? I was saying he's going to go with Eddie because of two things, you know, the goals, what they can provide. You know, PBC doesn't really provide anything besides two title defenses against guys that. Two big checks. Yeah, two big checks, you know, but if you can get the same two big checks and accomplish something. In there, especially a road to undisputed at 175, that's huge. And then the other thing, which might even be the biggest factor of all of it, is um, Canelo saying that, hey, at the end of the day, I like doing business with Eddie Hearn. You know, we we have a great business relationship. We enjoy it. Um, it seems like it's somewhat of a bit of a personal relationship as well. And they're, you know, they're friends. Oh yeah, so. he's
7: super friendly with him. You see him throwing little fake fake uh, shots and faints at Eddie at the press conference. Like they're friendly <laughs> yeah. as hell.
13: Their boys. And then even Eddie is funny, man, when he's talking on like IFL and like uh, doing all the interviews and whatnot, um, even interviews with uh, ringside. Shout out ringside Danny. Um, you know, he's saying ring he's walk, like, man, ring I'm, walk, Danny. ring walk, ring walk, Danny. Yeah. Um, um, he's he's talking about, man, I'm over the moon. You know, I'm a fanboy of Canelo, but, you know, still uh, still promoting and whatnot. But it's good when you have that type of relationship as well. And then the other thing that I that I had kind of threw out there, too, was I was even saying, man, I wouldn't be surprised if Canelo adds a third date in December. And then what do you know? Here we are talking about a third date in December with Makabu, because if they're going to petition for that fight at the conference, then it has to material materialize at some point. You know, last year he had to make that uh, title defense, that mand- mandatory defense by the WBC that everybody likes to complain about and call in and and. And um, expose themselves as a casual when they do um, complain about that fight. But when have you ever seen Canelo fight on a February? This guy just made up an extra date and said, hey, guys, let's head over to um, the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. J Balvin, come on down. You know, we're going to go knock out this guy real quick and, um, you know, satisfy the the WBC's
7: mandate. And do it for $8 because it was on the zone.
13: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, get that out of the way real quick. And, you know, like I said, all these people call in, oh, what did Abney Yildirim do, blah, blah, blah. You know, guys, don't out yourself like that as a casual, you know. Not that a casual is a bad thing. We need casuals to to drive the numbers. But, you know, if you're going to be calling into the show, you got to come a little harder than that. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I mean, I um, I like the schedule Canelo's lining up for us. Yeah, man. What do right, you think about right, right, these right, right. fights? Yeah, next
11: time you need that's why you need to come on so we so I can so we can see your face because <laughs> Yeah, he on the wrong Skype. He always go, go to the
7: back. Shoot me, the see, see, we've been I've been,
11: been so I've been it's easy, you know. I've been it's a relaxing Thursday. This is this is a relaxing Thursday, but I'm gonna have to, you know, I'm gonna have to give you that that work one one Thursday. I told you that. I'm gonna have to give you that work one Thursday. Wait, you I'm be talking a you I'm be talking spicy, it. so we're gonna have to I'm ringing you up.
7: Do you see it? Can you see
13: it? Uh, yeah. Give me one second. Oh, I'll, yo, do it one more time. I'm sorry, I just accidentally denied it.
7: Nah, man, you're done. Nah, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm canceled. I'm joking. I'm joking.
11: Yeah, Ray, right, okay. Ray. Right, uh, <laughs> we gonna have to see. It's, right, it's like me a, get, me- it's a mellow. It's a mellow. Let me get to this counter punch. Right now. This is. Just... A mellow Thursday. I gotta, I gotta get. I gotta get more. You know, I gotta that energy. Gotta. There come. we go. Am I, I live?
13: Mellow?
7: You're live. You're live. Let me get to this counter up, punch Greenwalk, real baby? quick from uh, Hawk and Maryland. Hawk, talk to me.
0: Yo, nuts. <coughs> Yo
7: Hey,
0: I had to. I had to come back in. Yo, I had to come back in. I respect Micah's sports mind. That came off wrong, so I had to call back to to, to tell her. I mean, I meant no disrespect. My apologies, that came off wrong. My I was just God. wanted to say she was beautiful, but the, I don't know. When you, when you run around and you, you talk, but you talk to women, and then you, I, it came off wrong. Apologies <laughs> to you, Micah. I respect your sports mind. TBB number one.
11: Thank
7: you. I'm R- out, you <laughs> For sure, Hawk. Uh, that was nice of him. Shout out to Hawk. Uh, Ray, take it away. Or Micah.
11: No, I ain't I ain't said no. I just said, you know, I have been noticed a few things that uh, you know, that Ray that Ray say, I'm saying
13: Come on, come on, give me the counterpunch, <laughs> yeah. Micah. Give me the counterpunch. I, I didn't forgot,
11: nah no, hooked it through I didn't forgot what we was even you were saying something I did want to make a rebuttal against it, but it kinda You should of,
13: have heard me last week. I was saying Canelo was undefeated and all this crazy stuff. Oh
7: yeah, I mean, the, the well, Floyd he, theory, the Floyd what theory. What
11: do you mean he's undefeated?
13: The, the Floyd, Floyd theory. theory.
7: What remember, remember, the... me, remember, Floyd made Pacquiao. I mean, excuse me, he made Cotto undefeated because Pacquiao sucked him down.
11: What you, he's not undefeated. I don't know what you what's what's the what's when the, Floyd the... when
7: Floyd fought Cotto, he uh-huh. told the world Margarito cheated and Pacquiao sucked him down. So really, Cotto's
13: undefeated. That's so what he said. He said, "I view Miguel Cotto as an undefeated fighter." So mm-hmm. if we keep in the same energy. Oh,
11: you going back. Yeah, okay. It's, it, saying- it's
13: Floyd's own words. You know, it's not me saying it, it's Floyd's. So <laughs> that's basically that's what I'm saying. But but yeah, you know, if you want to bring some Okay,
11: heat, that yeah, but right.
13: But got some he, other hot takes if we want to go. He's not, but
11: uh, let's let's be clear though. I, I understand because I know you <clears> you saying that because that's Floyd's own words, but let's be clear Canelo is not undefeated. Floyd Mayweather is the only one that is undefeated. It's 50 and oh, it's not Canelo, he lost to the great. Floyd Mayweather he learned. <laughs> he, hold up. he learned from Floyd Mayweather you remember when he was in the ring with Floyd that defense that was so great he couldn't hit him he could not touch him that's what happened so it is not no I know what you saying you know for yeah. other people for other people it might go over their head and yes you you probably know boxing the three of you combined together because once again I don't I'm not one of them people that's going to, I admit, I'm going to be wrong sometimes and I don't know everything. That's why it's good like a show like The Boxing Voice because I'm able to learn and become more informed because I watch other uh, I watch other sports and a lot of people, once again, my main thing, even though I do a lot of boxing now, that's where my views and stuff come from. My main thing is basketball. So certain things you guys are going to know more than me, but I still research and do certain things. So I do this and I'm going to give out that work when I know I can give out that work. Mm. But, Ray, what I'm getting back <laughs> to my point, there's only one undefeated. His name is Floyd Mayweather. Canelo It's not Canelo. <laughs> not, we're not going to change that narrative. We're not going to do that. I don't know. Ahead. Maybe
13: we need to ring up Floyd. Ask him, right?
11: Yeah, we ring him up, and you know Floyd going to say, TBE, the best ever to ever do it, to touch in that ring. Canelo could not do it, could not touch him. Canelo, once again, I am one of them fans. I give Canelo his credit. I, tell him, I say he's great. I, when he get in that ring, I understand some people because – I didn't want to, you know, I try not to bring certain things up, but you get it from both sides. We know being a being an African-American woman, then, you know, the hispan, you know, um, the Hispanic community, certain things like that is, you know, back and forth and things like that. But I can say this, regardless if I don't agree with everything that Canelo does, I have to give somebody their just due. When I know that when they in that ring, when I see certain things that he does, that uppy is nice, how he strategic, his game plan, how he set traps, certain things that I see, definitely excellent. But when it comes to when we talking Floyd, when we talking Canelo, Floyd is numero uno.
13: Nah, I mean, I feel you back then, you know what I mean. Back uh, back then,
7: though, right? Right back then, not now.
13: What well, Floyd? He's
11: reti- he retired now, so we can't, I can't. Well, handle. yeah,
13: yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? He had a draw with Logan Paul, so it's not a big deal.
7: Wait, that wasn't a draw. <laughs> was it a draw? Did they announce it a draw?
13: Yeah, no, there's no winner, it's just an exhibition, but oh, we all know oh, after.
7: Oh, 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 I forgot about that. That was yeah. crazy.
13: I'm just Yo, and,
7: and Floyd ain't pay that boy. up about that boy ain't get paid. He's suing Floyd. That's crazy, man.
13: Yeah, usually I like to look into that kind of stuff. But honestly, to even dive into that and go down that rabbit hole of like the legalities, yeah. usually I like that kind of stuff. You know, the contracts, like the actual business behind everything. I like looking into that stuff. But even that, I was like, nah, who cares? It's Logan Paul.
7: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I kind of cared, but not enough to do the research. That's what I'm, I'm saying. I cared a little bit. It was intriguing. Like, oh, wow. Like, Floyd found a loophole to not pay this dude? Like, that's crazy. Like, he, ain't, I don't think he got no back end money.
8: <laughs> yo, and, and that's what I think the issue was at hand I think he said something about the back end money Floyd told him, man You ain't been in this business long enough to understand The real money's on the back end You gotta wait years I'm still waiting on checks from
7: 1998 Yeah I did see that Yeah, they they, they 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 got him waiting, man They got him waiting Like, yo, you ain't gonna get nothing Until Floyd passed away <laughs> Didn't your royalty checks kick in That's crazy, I'm going out to New York City David Malinado. what up? Listen, Vegas don't know nothing
0: No, writer know nothing Only I know anything We did it first, we did it first And we motivate, even the greats Oh, what a big shot by Lopez (laughs) I told everybody What he
14: done to the boxing world you be number one in the junior white division. SDS Promotions. Yo. Yo. What up? Hey, what's going on, man? Between me, Old Dirty Bastard, J-Mac, and the, the guy with the church intro. We got the best intros, man. Straight up and down. For real, for real. Yo, it's about time we got a beautiful face on the show. Micah K, welcome back. Mike, okay, welcome thank, back. Thank this you, show was starting it. to look, no doubt. This show was starting to look like, in the words of Tyson Fury, the sausage voice. Thank God we got some some beautiful minds back on the show. Um, Another thing, another fighter that should be undefeated on that no, should be Teofimo Lopez, because he was sick. Ha <laughs> ha, yo, Ness, I know you're going to talk some crazy shit. Anyway, um, here's, here's my solution for Demetrius. <laughs> yeah, you already know, man. Yo, yo here's, my, here's my solution for Demetrius Andrade, being that he got a chance to get to fight with Canelo once, if Canelo beats Bivol and if he beats Triple G. Why don't Andrade just block the third guy? Andrade should go fight um, John Ryder and then move up to one. He don't got to go to 195 because he's still going to be the biggest name on Makabu's record, but call Makabu down to like 180 and fight Makabu, be great. Pennell Whitaker went all the way from lightweight to junior middleweight just for a one-off. Why don't you do it? Let Andre do that to get the Canelo fight. If he don't do that, then I don't want to hear his name no more. As far as Charlo, Charlo got to fight David Benavidez, and he got to fight Chris Eubank Jr., and then he gets the Canelo fight. Whoever wins that, because those guys to me are all on the same level. Who else I'm going to touch on? Let me see I'm cooking tonight. Um, George Cambrosos is going to fight, what's his name? My boy from North Philly, Hank Lundy. He's going to fight Hank Lundy, and Deva Haney's going to go to Dubai to get that bag against Billy Dibb. And while that fight is happening, I'm going to be using my manscape because I'm not watching that fight. That's going 12 rounds. Because, you know, Deva Haney ain't knocking him out. Um, and and um, Pedraza versus Jose Ramirez, I'm rooting for Pedraza because he's Puerto Rican. And I give him credit. He's the only Puerto Rican that actually has a couple of wins in the Mexico Puerto Rico rivalry. But he's not elite. So at the end of the day, I'm vo- I'm rooting for him. But I'm picking Ramirez because Ramirez is a more proven fighter. Either way, the winner of that is probably going to get the Telfemo um ticket to get slapped around before Fimo fights Josh Taylor. And that's pretty much my call.
7: All right, <clears throat> David. Shout out. Uh, If you're on Skype, go ahead and use that uh, hands up feature, man. Go ahead and raise that hand. Let me know who's available, who's ready to rock out. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get to these super chats in the meantime. Uh, So once again, if you're on Skype, raise your hand. Let me know who's ready to rock out. It makes it easier. This way we don't play unnecessary intros and stuff like that. Uh, Looks like we got... James Benitez that says, King, I mean, what you think of Colbert? Rep for New York, didn't he? Glad you from New Jersey, bro. So am I, right? About Ness Cat for saying Gary Russell can't fuck with Colbert. Salute. Yeah, let's make that fight. My man gonna come back hungrier than ever, man. It's still BK all day. Prime time on Showtime. You already know I ride with Mons. Well, listen.
8: Let me say this first and foremost, okay? When we was talking that New Jersey, New York, I remember I forgot whether it wasn't my, whether it was my guy Big Nick or one of my other UK brethren, and they said, "Oh, I'm biased. I'm riding with New York. Don't you ever ride against the bricks? It's much more gritty, my friend. Don't ever do that ever again in life." That's number one. Number two, um, yo. I'm, excuse me, damn, I got Shakur in the brain. I, I, I can't wait till he beats the shit out of Valdez. But, um, Gary Russell and Chris Colbert at 130. That's the fight to make. Both of them coming back off a loss. Yeah. Russell gets to move up to 130. Let's it's go. under PBCs. Sink or swim. The Met, you got the, the the New York-DC rivalry. Shit, throwing Wayne Perry at Alpo just for the New York-DC rivalry. Jimenzio, whoever the fuck you want, it's a great regional rivalry. I love that fight. Please, yo, and TP got a way of making fight. Go ahead, Queen. Beat that yes, girl.
11: yes, yes. That's crazy. You said that, King. We was when we was watching the Colbert, um, Colbert versus Garcia fight. Afterwards, we were saying the same thing. We like, ooh, uh, Colbert versus Gary Russell. I feel like that'd be lit you know they both need you know that bounce back. Certain things has happened. I take
7: Farmer versus Colbert too, though. But even though Colbert, Farmer uh, want to go to
13: 35. My bad. I like that Farmer fight.
11: Yeah, I like I like that too. But I, I think I, I uh, I
13: Gary needs to do that rematch because with two arms, I think he wins.
11: I now nah, I agree with that too. I now nah, honestly, I know that was a little controversial. I know some people I agree were saying. With that too. Uh, um Max Ayo had won that, but even when I was even scoring the rounds, I still was giving certain rounds to Gary, uh Gary Russell. So I felt like with two hands, definitely uh Gary definitely um wins, wins that fight. That. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. I Every day. Right.
13: I'll I'll tell you what, I know what it's like from first hand experience to be fighting and your arm pop out of your shoulder. That shit sucks. with Somebody punching you in the face. So it, I mean, shout out to Gary Russell for doing what he did. And, I mean, it was a close fight, you know, some people scored it either way, but with two hands, it's just different, you know, because it's not only two hands, but you got to deal with that pain, that shit hurts. Mm
11: -hmm. And he was still, he was, to me, Russell was still, you know, with with that one hand, still throwing very clean, accurate punches. Max really didn't impress me the way I thought, you know, shout out to Max he gave me a nice little shout out, so I don't, you know, start being be nice. I'm trying to be nice right now. You don't but, want to shit on him right now, right? <laughs> yeah, he showed, you know, he showed the queen some love. But I have to be honest about what I saw, and I really felt like, listen, yeah, Russell definitely needs to run that back. But I want to get back to this covert verse, um, covert covert yeah. versus Garcia, because I need. The people that really mess with the queen, I'm, I, need, I, I need to really start getting my respect because if you hear my breakdown, you hear my prediction... If you, you, you hear what I said, if I was a betting, if I was a woman was betting or my maybe, you know, my husband, we might need to start doing a little betting because Micah really bring that juice when it comes to this prediction game. And I wish I would have went kind of went kind of with my first mind because it would have been an upset because I saw with Garcia with the power. I just wasn't all the way as confident that he was going to possibly like I said in the prediction video, if he he if he was gonna win, he was gonna have to go to that body break Colbert down because with that fight, I just even though Colbert not to get it twisted, Colbert is nice. He still it's still certain things that I like from Colbert when I see what I see from in the ring. But I have to go with every what everybody is saying the power aspect of it. I just feel like. Colbert, like the, it it showed in that fight, like the lack of, you know, the lack of power. I don't know what, who's he's going to be able to really, you know, deal with or take out. That can he, okay, like Nessa saying, you know, he's going to come back, but will he be able to even, can he take out a Gary Russell? How, you know, how would that fight? Because I would, right now, looking at Russell fight, a healthy Gary Russell and then Colbert, I would still lean towards, Uh, Gary Russell, how would you guys lean towards in that one?
8: I definitely got Russell, and you know, speaking of which you guys mentioned Max Ayo, right quick Gary's in a good position, believe it or not, you know what I'm saying, because if that Max rematch is available okay, that's, you know in in, in a way it's kind of like revenge, but the redemption, the redemption, that's revenge, the redemption is moving up and taking out a young lion like Cobra that's redemption. That shuts everybody up. That makes all of Jane Benitez fucking super chat attacks right off because he can finally cash in and say, I told y'all about Gary Russell. So, yeah, I think he should go for the <laughs> redemption as opposed to the revenge, man. And, and I think that's a great position. He don't have the pressure of the belts no more, and he don't have to go after it. He can say, yo, I'm going after well, something different.
9: Well, even if, if he goes after the redemption or the the revenge... At the end of the day something that we won't see till probably mid twenty twenty three. So, you know, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. It's Gary Russell we're speaking of. So he's not gonna fight for another uh 15, 16 months, you
12: True. know, perhaps
9: longer. Hey, he got so, a hill. So so to, oh, I forgot he got a hill. we looking at Christmas next year, maybe twenty twenty four? You know, yeah, I might the my next kids. election.
13: Shit. Yo, but the thing bad. is, but the thing is, King, to what you're saying, though, like, all right, you know, we were talking about this Colbert versus Gary fight, you know, a couple weeks ago, months ago or whatnot. But does it still have the same pop to it now that Chris lost or does it look like he's Hell just yeah. going up there? To Absolutely. say okay, I'm trying to I'm trying to get the wounded deer now. He's already lost, he's already been defeated. Now they, that I've seen they him defeated. they both
7: wounded, they both wounded, so it works. They both they both wounded. And picture the press conference.
8: I ain't gonna lose twice. This Chris Cole, I ain't gonna lose twice. <laughs> Gary Russell get up there, man. I ain't losing a shorty. I ain't gonna lose to shorty. My shows <laughs> are all good now. Man, fireworks, I'm telling you, and, and again, in that it. regional aspect it's an exciting fight. And I do think, you know, it's kind of, and it's a shame because some people are picking Gary and we're talking about, again, not getting ahead of ourselves. Danny got to always level us with that, 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 the boxing reality, but let us dream for a little bit. Right. You know, you got Gary coming in there with, with, with just the speed blinding speed with one arm. He did that. And I think Colbert has his own type of speed, but I think, we're not really looking for Colbert to, to do the same thing he's been doing in these fights. I mean, he has to be confident and outlasting and not, you know, overwhelming. I think his thing was just overwhelming and outflashing opponents and just kind of bewildering with the speed. And, and then against opponents that he wasn't really concerned about their power. You know what I'm saying? Um, my man invested in the body, put some water in the basement. You know what I mean? And that shit just went totally
6: different.
11: In the IQ, it's going to show Gary Russell versus Colbert. We're going to really see as far as game planning. I'm real big on strategic game planning. And there's certain things like when I go back based on, of course, this is off, this is not what we talk talking about, but I'm saying like with Canelo, when we're talking with Eddie Renoso, certain things with certain fighters, the greats, the people that really get the job done night in and night out, they have that certain strategic game plan. And I feel like it was something that Colbert said prior to that. Prior to the interview, I don't know if everybody peeped it or not, I'm real big on words and what you say, even before you get into that ring, when he talked about as far as, you know, he really didn't watch a lot of film. That was a red flag to me when he's, before he got in that ring that night and Colbert said, he really didn't, you know, watch as much. I understand it was a, sh- it was a short notice, but when you really want it and you really that one, you, that, you know, you got to make sure all your, you know, your, T's is crossed. Your eyes are dotted. You got to make sure you got to come in and take it because Garcia was hungry. So what I noticed even with Colbert, as far as some things, I feel like Garcia was was prepared. He was up for it. And I feel like Colbert, I didn't see enough adjustment making Uh, you know adjustments during that fight and so what i'm saying with gary russell even just not with the hand speed because we both both we both know both of them have you know that hand speed is elite um very fast hands and you know they'll throw the combinations they'll get the job done but what i'll be looking at with the fight between them is the iq and the adjust the adjustment making to see who really is going to have that slight edge over the um the other person no
9: that's that that's a really good breakdown um But since we are on the topic of uh, fights we won't see for a very long time, I think we should do Arrow and Bud next.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Call him Mr. Sarcastic. Hey, uh, so we got some callers. I'm going to James Benitez. Got the hand raised. Let's get to these phone lines. What's up?
4: SDS Real hate, man.
8: That's like an art form, man. You know, it's like
16: you like a born a hater, you know, like myself. Man, you know, I really don't care about this shit, man. I'm here to tell you right now. The fools to just hurry up and just fight somebody that we actually give a damn about. Them. We don't care. We, <laughs> we don't care. Charlo with the little Instagram post or whatever, with the signed signature. Man, there's no way in hell he signed up. despite is no Cadella, man. Hey, hey, hey. Two other knockdowns that Wilder been knocked, knocked down and the footage been scrubbed off the internet, man. We all know that too.
7: Winner, the ninth annual Player Hater of the Year Award is James
16: Benitez. Uh oh, I know what's coming this time. <laughs> I think I deserve that award too, man. Yo, good evening panel. Good evening panel, Micah. I'm here, I'm really glad you're here, man. Ness, ringside, man. <laughs> y'all some haters for real, for real, man. I ain't got, I ain't got nothing for y'all, man. But King, I mean, I appreciate that breakdown and everything. You know, salute to you, man. Showing, showing your support to me and everything. I really do hope I can cash in on that write off. And you know, <laughs> real real talk, man. Like you know, your boy Colbert, man. he's still celebrating like he won, man. He out here doing donuts with luxury cars with Danny Garcia, when he need to really be apologizing to DSG about not really talking about how he ain't throw his damn hands. You know, he need to be like, damn, you, know, <laughs> you terrible. You remember you know, anything? You terrible, man. I'm, you know you can't be talking all that shit and then Colbert out here looking looking, looking backwards and everything like man you know what I really want to fight Gary Russell and then move on to Tank Davis or whatever shit you can't even get through Hector Garcia and not watch a film you lack discipline so a fighter like that that lack discipline to watch film even if it's two weeks or whatever you need to be studying your opponent because if you're going to step in there with a real dog and everything you don't get fucking, get fucking dog walk that's how I look at it man your boy, your boy is nowhere near that level, man. Now, you know, some of the other topics, man. I'm so tired of Canelo, man. I just can't wait till he fight. You know, raid the business. I agree with you and everything on a lot of things you said. Hell, I think I was even one of the people that said, hey, I really do support the Macaboo fighting. And if it happens, it happens. Um, the fights this weekend, you know, I got Pajaza. You know, that's my Puerto Rican side of me and everything, so I'm hoping that he wins. Um, other than that, man, I'm really looking forward to what 2023 has to bring for the lightweight division. I, th- I mean, you know, for the um, junior welterweight division, you know, because I think that's going to be the hottest division uh, next year. It's pretty much like how we talk about every other day about how we talk about the welterweights now. You know, you got Gary Antoine, Montana Love, Devin Haney, T.O. Shit, you got like 10, 12 names and everything, man. It's going to be a, it's going to be a war. So I think we need to go ahead and get prepared because we're going to be seeing a movie next year. And, you know, back to Gary Russell, man. Ness, man. I can't wait till that fucking fight happens. I can't wait till you get Gary Russell in the studio. And I can't wait till you talk to your boy Chris again, man. You know, because your boy your boy Chris quit, man. And you can go ahead and tell him that. One of your callers straight up said that. He quit. Gary Russell damn near beat that boy in most people's eyes on one arm. What would have happened to Cobra if he was fighting with one fucking arm, man? He would have goddamn threw in the flag. You and I both know that from what we saw the other night, man. That's my call.
7: I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. But you know, you, you know, everybody's got an opinion. You know, uh, he lost, and and he's a very outspoken person. So this is what happens. You know, you you put yourself out but there. People going. The, the thing.
11: I'm, I'm sorry, Ness. I'm gonna let you finish. No, I'm good. the The only thing. That I, that I would say, you know, because I was on the show that night, Chris was talking spicy with Shakur. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what really, when I, when when Chris, when Shakur was going at it, and you, you talking spicy to Shakur Stevenson, it's like, uh-oh. You know, pump the brakes, because when we, you know, we seen that performance, it's like, Chris, you know... Come, you know, we 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 expecting we 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 expecting you to do you know different things than what we seen in that ring. Mm-hmm. It was not, uh, nah. Now Yuki, you, you gotta, yeah, you gotta tighten up. You gotta come harder it, than that. It, 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 that that you it can't be like you know my body. You can't you can't be doing all that. Ah ah ah. You know, we was on there. We was all on there together. We like, oh, it was juicy, you know. But come on, you gotta bring it.
7: This is true, this is true. We going out to Big Fish Vega. What
4: is up? Let the little fish go so that we can catch the big fish later.
16: Mm-hmm. I'm the big dog at, at the World Weight Division.
4: WBC and IBF welterweight champion of the world.
16: At the end of the day, well he better
17: fighting chance profile. Be in chance Proper, Be a chance proper on this side of the street. We clean our side of the street.
8: Then we come and have the proper.
16: 6040 or 730 wheels we give. Say something else! Say
7: something else! Big fish, big big fish mafia.
5: It ain't a movement, it's a lifestyle.
4: Good
5: evening, can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right, all right. Uh, you know, we got Ramirez Pedraza on Friday. It's a good fight. Um, I'm wondering seeing how well Ramirez is going to be like after the game twice by Josh Taylor. Pedraza, I know he lost to Cepeda. Uh, in his, I think his first for fight at 140, but I think he's looking pretty good. I think it'll be a competitive fight, but I think Ramirez's pressure will kind of wear down Pedraza and it'll probably stop him or maybe drop him. Um, I think it's interesting that Flores, kid, man, uh, I, I think he fought that Luis Lopez dude last time who jumped up on way and almost stopped him. Well, the dude he's fighting beat Lopez at 130. and his last fight, dude and his opponent threw like 1,200 punches in an eight-round So I feel like setting him up. You're breaking up. Are you on a Bluetooth? So I think that's an interesting matchup as well.
7: Are you on your Bluetooth? Yeah, can you hear me? Are you on a Bluetooth, though? Yeah. Yeah, that shit is going in and out, homie. Breaking up. You hear me better? Yeah.
5: You hear know, me right now? Kinda. Uh, now, I was saying about the Flores kid that dude he's fighting beat the dude that just beat him. And then his uh, him and his opponent threw 1,200 punches in the eight round affair. So I feel like they they setting that Flores kid up to get rid of him. Um, and then the Chocolatito fight with uh, Martinez He a good fight, but I got Chocolate man just wearing a little him out. He's gonna stop him too man. And if my connection is bad man, I'm done man. Yeah, I uh, appreciate bad.
7: it. It's bad.
9: Uh, yo Ness. He what uh. Yeah, man, I I have to uh, hop off, champ. I got some uh, personal things to take care of, but I'll be back with you guys in the morning. For sure. I got
7: Hiram Lopez, what up? Mr. Lopez, you got to unmute on Skype. You got your hand raised. You got to unmute. Uh, Yo, can you hear me? I hear you. Hello? Hello? I did. Hello?
8: Call him Lionel Richie. Hello. I think
7: I think it's his connection. Are you there, Mr. Lopez? All right, Coach Myers. Is it me you're looking
1: for? Yo. Yo. What's going on, man? What's going on? What's what going up? on? What up? What chillin', up? Chilling, chilling, chilling. First off, Jay, Jay Benitez got to be stopped, man. He, like, he's a bad hater, man. Like, he's really bad, man. Like, he talk about Colbert, but his best, his favorite fighter, what is it, uh, Caleb Plant asking Canelo, is he good in the ring and gets knocked out? You know what I mean? But he got a nerve to talk about Colbert up in here. You know, he, he's weird. Ray, you're weird, too, for saying Canelo's undefeated. I just don't understand you at all. Um, that's what Floyd said. Nah, I don't, I don't. Listen. Talk to Floyd. You're weird. <laughs> you're weird. But uh, that's your hater, too. You know what I mean? What but I always, do? Yo, hey, yeah, listen. Every time we talk about... I notice it. Every time we talk about Canelo, say something we don't like about Canelo, you always bring up Floyd and say what Floyd didn't do. You know uh-huh. that? You don't bring up no other fighter, like, and compare him to Canelo. You don't bring up, like, you don't be like, well, Sugar Ray didn't do this. You say, Floyd don't do this. Floyd don't do this. Floyd don't do this. You get what I'm saying? So that means you're a Floyd here. You got to stop that, man.
7: No, Floyd is just the gold yeah. standard. Floyd is the nah. gold standard. Yes. Yes. Nah. yes. Nah. Gold standard. Nah. Because, yes.
1: but here's the thing, you, you critique him, though when you bring him up. No, I you say you, Floyd you, you didn't do him.
7: it. I say Floyd yeah, he didn't, he, didn't do it. You would be like, it. Floyd fought Bones, too. He fought this guy. He fought Exactly, Chamba. exactly. That's taking on, on his no, record. No, that's showing you. That ain't him. bigging him up. No, that's showing you. Yo, he fought Sean Bay Mitchell just like Oscar fought Stevie Forbes. So, like, why can't Canelo fight here You see? I'm putting it into perspective. Nah.
1: nah. Yeah. You got to be stopped, man. Yo, yeah, what up, King I mean, Ain't see you in a minute, man. What's going on? Jersey in the building. Uh no doubt. Michael Kise. Peace, brother. Yeah, what up, what up? Michael K. Glad to, you know, see you on. You need to come on a little bit more. You know what I mean? Hold down Floyd out here, cause you know, it's crazy <laughs> out here with these Canelo fans. I'm telling you, it's crazy <laughs> out here. So you need to come back more upon the show and help defend us. No, out no, here no, you're not about to have uh, me
11: with uh uh messages and twitter messages <laughs> and all that craziness that be great nah, you gotta Lots come
1: help us you gotta Crazy. come help us we don't <laughs> got no help on the show we don't got no help on the panel you know what i mean you gotta come help us but that's my call
7: all right all right all right if you're on Black talk go ahead and use that hands up feature letting me know you want to get on the show we going out to marcus in dc what up Oh, shit. Do I got the wrong number?
11: It's like... We ain't going... I don't know what's going on. Yo, even though that Big last face. guy called me
13: weird, shout out to him because he's the only guy that's connection isn't completely <laughs> terrible tonight.
12: Big
7: Dude. face, what up? <clears throat> what's
18: going on? What's going
17: on there? What up? What up? Man, I'm I'm mad Danny Levy talking, talking about about, about uh Gary like that. But if uh, him man, if, if Gary Russell and Colbert ever was to fight, man, I got Gary demolishing Colbert. Colbert just talk a lot, man. He 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 never really impressed me to be honest with you. But uh on to that Canelo thing, man. You know, I would have rather seen him fight Benavidez or Charlo. But, I mean, I ain't even mad at the Bivol fight. I mean,
18: I still think it's a tough challenge for him to
17: move up and face a champion. And that's all. My call right there.
7: <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, all right. We got Lopez again. Yo. What's up?
12: Yo. So, Jose Pedraza and Jose Ramirez, I think uh, – I think Jose Pedrosa could pull it off, man, but uh, he's be, you know, he's our only Puerto Rican fighter, man. I'd be rooting for him, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but shout out to the Bobfather, you know, not pay-per-view with Shakur Stevenson and Valdez. Yeah. Thank you for that. Shakur Stevenson is <laughs> half Puerto Rican, so here we go, baby. Here we go. <laughs> All the way, baby. I'm bringing the flat and everything. So, you know, shout out to him uh, for representing. Um, shout out to all the callers. You know what it is. Um, Triple G. Come on, man. Gotta get, gotta get through, uh, Murata or whatever his name is. The, the Japanese dude, right? Yeah. yeah. You gotta get through that to get to Canelo. So hopefully he does it. If he looks bad, man, I'm, um, taking him out. No more. No more. Uh, and this Josh Taylor moving up to 47 and challenging the guy he just like beat. That's, that's some pussy shit, man. Challenge. (laughs) Danny Garcia, like Jay Benita said, like he brought he brought uh, Danny Garcia up. So, you know, challenge him. Man, he's a 147 guy. I mean, he probably can't make 147 no more. So, shout out to him too. So, whatever. You know, and Ryan Garcia needs to sign the contract, you know, whatever contract he needs to sign. Let's
7: do yeah, it. Yeah, that's my call. We going out to Johan. What's up? Johan, I know I'm not saying this, There you go. Hey, how you going? What up, what
2: up, what up? Um, I don't really have much much to say. I've been listening to you guys the past few days, you know, just got on the podcast. You know, I was looking for a good boxing podcast, and I just wanted to, you know, add in that you guys are pretty good and, you know, all the stuff you guys talk about, you know, not being biased in a lot of the stuff, you know. I forgot if it was you or the other guy, you know, saying – how not everybody's going to be happy with, you know, Canelo's decision and all that. You know, it's true. I think I sent you guys a DM saying that, you know, him taking the Bivol fights, you know, going to take more account towards his legacy versus him fighting a Benavidez or a Charlo. You know, especially going up in weight, getting another belt versus, you know, fighting two guys that don't really have anything to offer him at this point. You know, he's done the work. He's grinded out, you know, going pro at 15 or however old he was. So, you know, like you guys have been saying, he deserves to, you know, fight. And nobody could really tell them, you know, much. Just they don't really have much to say about it.
7: For sure. Totally agree with you, my friend. Thank you for calling in. Uh, is that all?
2: Yeah, that was basically it. Just wanted to hear, you know, more. You know, just some more boxing info. You know, really hyped up for this next fight this weekend. A Chocolatito fight that's going to be here in San Diego again.
7: Yes, sir, man. Uh, everybody's going to be tuned in to that one
2: Yeah, but have a good
7: night, guys. All right, brother. Well, thank you for calling in. Appreciate you listening to the show, man. Um, yeah, man, we're live every single day. We might even do a fight chat for that. Normally we're in studio for that, but uh, I gotta make this freaking move across country. We got Brandon in Houston.
14: What up?
4: Let's start with this. I'm a creative genius.
14: You don't want to get in
0: the ring with me because he's a pussy, that's
8: why. You'll
3: see a red flag again. Me and Canelo would be a bigger fight than Canelo and Caleb Plant. How much did they
8: sell? guarantee you me and Canelo will sell me. And now, the most dangerous producer
4: on YouTube. El Bandera Negro. Brandon in Houston. Brandon in Houston. Yo, drop that SDS shit, son. SDS
1: Promotions. yo yo so macabu
15: in December, right and so we here De- Makabu, like we ain't just see him look awful and get a gift decision versus Machunu so so, like, tell,
7: so tell Benavidez go fight him if he's so easy if he looked awful.
15: I mean, well, nobody's nobody's into these circus as acts you uh, know, Canelo these, these is. Guys, Canelo yeah, obviously, is obviously obviously these circus acts that you're supposed to be impressed but by. Y'all like, going, we all seen it, but you mayo mad. You seen them look awful. You seen it. Did you watch the fight? Did you watch him on This don't, this and don't, and don't make no sense. Oh, what you mean it don't make no sense? Because you What mad, don't make sense about it. You 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 mad not at
7: Makabu. And, and you ain't asking your guy to
15: fight Makabu, yeah. so you trying to close right. the
7: door on Makabu?
15: Uh, what you mean close the door? He, the door shouldn't even been there in the first place. Why like, not? He daring to be he's, great. He's, he daring, daring to be yeah. great. He, so started he started his career
7: at one forty. He started his career at one forty.
15: Did you watch the fight? Is he was he fifteen champion? years old. Who gives a damn? Is he a champion? I was, was one I was eleven years old. I weighed one forty. All, so right, all right, all right. I'm and just if, saying, like, if you would
7: have had some dedication, you'd have still been one forty.
15: No, no. no way. Yes, bro, yes. Have you yes, met me? Yes, yes. Come on. Yes. Are you Okay, so I, I would have been 140 right now. Yes. Six foot five. foot. Yes. Right. Danny yeah, Garcia. Okay. Danny I, I would six foot five, one
6: forty. Danny
7: Garcia right, fight at 147. He thirty something years old. He been at. He been at yeah. one forty all his life. No. Let, let, me, Danny, let, me,
11: Danny, let me. Danny Garcia's at 147. By the way, about
15: to move that, to 154. That's what I but, said.
7: Okay. I said he fight at 147. He been at 140 all his life.
15: Bro, what he walk around at?
13: It's not oh, even a I Y'all on a different, that's different that's
15: point now. You just this mad.
13: Is, yeah, my I, you man's, man's, man's You, half, you mad. Half, you you half 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 your fight right. ain't he doing he nothing. You, you. Like,
15: you know, when you take got a good point, Ness likes to take over your car. He likes to try to try to cut you off. Brian, you the
7: one You the one defending a dude with a rematch already. What you mean? Who got a rematch? Your mans. What you mean he got a rematch? What are you talking about? The WBC man. He got two fights. He got two fights. He got two fights with Gravel on his, on his legacy. Brandy,
11: like. before you leave, hold on. Before I'm going to let you and Ness cook before you leave. That's I got two now. questions for you before you leave, though. Mm-hmm. Y'all done? I no, I, ain't wanna, I, ain't, I wanted to let y'all finish, but I, I had two questions.
15: I mean, He's He's about I, I, you know, I never got <laughs> I to even know, say my make point because, you know, Ness, like I said, whenever you say something that, that makes some, some, some kind of sense, a semblance of sense, he wants to cut you off and try to, you know, take the... He wants to redirect and deflect, you know. Because everybody seen Machuna or Macabre. He looked like shit in the last so fight. So why ain't
7: Benavidez but calling Heyman because Benavidez,
15: trying because to get he that belt? Because he calling out who he should be calling out. He exactly. ain't jumping up trying to do no exactly. circus bullshit yeah, look yeah, good yeah. in the record. Circus,
7: for, circus for nobody. bullshit, circus bullshit is what, is what Floyd shit. did. Circus bullshit
15: is what yeah. Floyd did. Floyd and showed and us and the and move and up. There you go. Just like Coach Myers said, there you go. Look at Floyd. But look at... But what about Floyd? Go Sander. Hey, but Floyd... No, bro. That don't even make sense, man. Cut it out. Yeah, Whoa.
8: Cut it gold, out. Man. In all fairness, I, I don't think Benavidez want to be fighting out
15: in Warren, Ohio and shit. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, <laughs> thank you, I mean. <laughs> you know I mean? You fighting in Warren, Ohio, get a gift. decision. You really lost. I, 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 truthfully, he lost. Yo, where's his where next let, fight going to be? We're going to forget about that by December. We're we going to forget about that and act like this is a real challenge. Where's man, his fight, fight going
7: to be in December, Brandon?
15: The dude is a clown, man. Where's
7: fight going to be in December? dude a clown.
15: Y'all, y'all, accept it. y'all accept it. Y'all accept it. Y'all love him. Hey, That's hey, more hey, hey,
7: I mean. That's the question. I
11: wanted to ask the question. That's what I wanted. I Micah, wanted to, Micah, Micah, you- let me ask you okay, one go question. Ahead. I'm sorry. And go I'm
7: going to shut up. Okay. Please kill Brandon. Would you rather see, Canelo fighting in or David Benavidez versus David Lemieux?
15: <laughs> you act like that ain't mandated. Get out of here, bro. Like, that, like, like he picked him. If he can't get the, if he can't get the dudes in the ring to fight, what you want him to do? I don't understand that. Yo, you what hear? You want this, him to yo, do? Canelo don't want to fight. You hear yourself? What you want to do? A plant don't want to fight. Yo, do you hear Come yourself? On, bro. Do you hear? What yourself? you want to do? Canelo don't want to fight. Oh, he ain't done Brandon. nothing. That's the same bullshit he be talking about. Brandon. Oh, what is he doing? Brandon. Like, yeah. like, Brandon. Niggas don't want to Niggas don't want that smoke, man. Brandon. He, you do niggas do you, don't want that smoke. Do you
7: hear yourself? You are here really trying to in twenty twenty two? You 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 defending the Yeah. You defend the I'm not
15: Bruh, the WBC. So who who mandated that fight? Let me know. Did, did Benavidez call him out? Come on, bro. Come on. That's that's all y'all Yo, that's all Canelo fans can do. David make up Lemieux. some shit like that. Like the WBC ain't make, mandate that shit. Come on, bro. Tell Yo,
7: David about. Lemieux don't he is he even ranked? Is he right? I don't know
15: what he is. Ask ask Mauricio. Call him Mauricio. Let's find out why why they did that. How he get that that eliminated? You got got the champion at 168 trying to do the circus act shit and not fight the number one contender. How he get that
7: eliminated? He the number one
15: contender. Like you said, get in position, right? You get in position and what the champ do. Oh, I want to go fight a cruiserweight. Just ran, can I do yeah, that? Yeah, Mauricio, yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Go fight yeah. the worst champion in, in the cruiserweight division. Yeah, yeah you, man, get out of here, bro. He, he, he making hey, his hey, own hey, lane. At, at some point, y'all going to get tired of it. I mean, He I, making I, his own lane. I'm impressed lane. that you, he making that you his try own to frame lane. it like it's something impressive because it ain't. i seen Macabu fight. So, I'm like, this So, so like, go, oh, go tell I,
7: Benavidez to get that belt.
15: Benavidez what? want who he want. He was calling out the dude with the belt. Canelo he want, want who he, he want.
7: Canelo want who he want. Yeah, exactly. yeah. all
15: right, yeah. Keep breaking yeah. that excuse,
7: Canelo bro. want who he want. If
15: Benavidez yeah, want, want who he want. He want yeah. that bomb. Yeah. Fighting double-digit, fighting dude with double-digit losses. Tell, like, like two Tell Benavidez get go, down go Kyle get that ref, belt. Go, his box record, tell me who he fought. That tell season tell season Benavidez, name. Get here, tell Benavidez go get You're that belt. talking about Benavidez record, who was he fought? Go get that belt. Go get that belt. Go, go get the belt and do what well with it? Hold Come it. Come back down? No, hold it. On, hold, it. Like, hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Hold uh, it. Yo, this is pathetic, man. This all good, though. Y'all can know no fans got it. You know, I'm going to be here with, my, with the red flag. You know what I'm saying? You know, every time y'all try to slander my man, I'm coming in. I've got to say so. I'm not going to let you You ain't saying
7: nothing, though. Your man fighting David Lemieux, and he got a I rematch said, with Ronald Gravel. Get the fuck out of here. What part of the WBC? Okay, so
15: you got to ignore, like, you got like, you mad. Like we'll, we'll right how about you get out of here? How
7: about you get out of here? The facts are telling a different story. Your man had two fights hey, with Ronald Gravel. stop
15: running, Canelo. Two, two fights you with you Ronald Gravel. We see you running. One fight with here. them. Like All the hard guys, y'all go fight each other. And maybe, hopefully, maybe, if one of you guys win, maybe I'll fight you. Maybe. Tell, I could go fight John Roderick in the UK. Tell, you know, man's, yeah, I,
7: tell your mans. Dude, a, a daddy, tell
15: your mans get a win. Tell your mans get a win. Go look at his last 10 fights and tell me, like, where tell, these dudes are from.
13: Tell your man. <laughs> Yo, get a win. Yo, why's my man riding so hard for David Benavidez right now? Who's David Benavidez Yo, last I, fight? Tyron no. Davis. He was going to fight Uzcate. You must He's not know. Caught, He Ray, beat nobody.
6: Know. He beat nobody.
13: His yeah, best fight was his loss against plant. He, he beat nobody.
7: This dude is just a super fan of fucking David. Nah, bro.
13: Branding but that, but he, that, is, you know, right, he is right about Makabu. Makabu got his ass walked. Exactly. He ain't so right we gonna. We gonna but hopefully That's enough time goes by We're by December
15: where y'all forget that and act like this is a real challenge. But okay.
7: Nobody looks because good every nobody, fight.
15: Nobody looks good every Because nobody, people fight people like they're supposed act, to in their act, own division. We're not jumping up and down trying to look good again in, in, in history books when, Acting like nobody knows what's going on, like Bruh. we, we hardcore fans we nobody. follow what's
7: going on, bro. We why, see this. Why don't you ask? Maybe the casuals might not know.
15: You know, they might not know any better. I know.
7: Why don't you ask like, David on, about not looking good day. every fight out since he got dropped in the reveal? Well, fight. tell Canelo to hop in
15: there with him then. Get they his ass pay stopped. Pay like man. I've been telling you, he's gonna get
7: stopped. Tell him go fight Mackabu. He want a shot.
15: And for what? what? Yeah. And what is that gonna do? They want to pay. Like, that's not gonna do nothing, bro. You want to pay
1: Man,
15: just man, like I said, when exact. Benavidez had the belt at, at sixty-eight, niggas weren't talking about fighting for undisputed. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It's gonna be the same thing with the with, yeah. the, uh, with the cruiserweight belt. Benavidez never
7: here. never unified. Somehow so, the whole so world Brand- was scared of him. <laughs> so Brandon, yeah.
18: Gotta, yeah laugh I, it up. I gotta let me starting. get my question off.
11: I, I waited for. I've been waiting for a minute now. Uh, let me give this. Let me get these couple questions off real quick. So Brandon. This this is mm-hmm. what I wanted to ask you because we kind of more so on the same page with um this one when when a fan says when a fan says oh Benavidez and um Charlo hasn't earned it, yeah. it please uh, because we kind of be on kind of basically like the same page what would you say to somebody when they be like oh yeah Ben Benavidez and Charlo they ain't even really earned the fight what would be your rebuttal oh. to that.
15: My rebuttal to that is what has Triple Triple G done at 68 to earn it? Not a goddamn thing. I ain't done shit at 68. Ain't never fought at 68. But you telling me about what being a, media, a two-time champion at 68 and done? Get out of here, bro. That's what they're trying to do. They try to make it seem like you know. I, I don't like. It's pathetic, but they keep running with it. <laughs> he could like, have <laughs> had, had to the fight
11: it. He didn't miss weight. Because I, I understand <laughs> the big, with sorry, the with the bibble. Like with the Bivel aspect, because you know, with the with the belt and certain things like that. But I'm trying to get understand. to the understanding of the not earning when they still undefeated. We know it's a business it's and Canelo just... can do what they want, but we stand as far as a fan just want to see the as far as fans yeah. want to see the most exciting and entertaining. I think that's where it's kind of I don't understand why people while some Canelo fans are getting so mad when you say no, that's the most don't entertaining. Want, they, they, they don't
15: want to see it, Micah. They don't want. They really don't want to see it. They don't want to see that man get stopped. They know that's the biggest problem at 68. They don't want to see that. They want him to fight a Triple G who ain't never fought at 68. So that it could look good that, oh, yeah, he did something. Fight. He don't they nothing. don't want to see Ben he, he don't bring nothing to the table. He
7: don't bring nothing to the table.
15: Right. And, yeah, on, this, safe this, excuse. Safe excuse. But late, when he had the belt, niggas weren't talking about niggas. All right, cool. He don't
7: now okay. to
15: the He waited till he lost to jump in there. He waited till he lost to jump in there and get something. But you know, that's my call. I, I've been on here way too long. He don't know. No, I hey, you can't, can't run what for I much longer. To
11: say real quick.
15: You can't run for much longer. This is too. what I
11: want to say. This is what I wanted to say real quick before but you, because I'm glad you were Ness. Listen, when, when the queen going to get the intro? Now, when y'all go to Vegas, I, 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 I don't care, I, y'all, you I, know, I, I, when, when, Michael, you, when you y'all go to Vegas, this, y'all going to have, you know, the ladies going to be them. there I, I in, before the show. in the studio. Just don't what, forget what, about Mike what, and make sure, that, make sure that that intro hit. What, That's it. all I'm saying. I'm glad I got you and Ness on here. Look at what? Look at what? What am I looking at?
15: Look at it. Look at what? Look at your segment. I said- play Micah's intro what Next. Before the show yeah cuz i
11: i i had to come i had to say it on the, i had to say it on the show so when we went when, when it, it when the stuff gets set when it come to Vegas that's all that's all i ask when i tap in when i do my little tap ins you know show the queen a little bit more love once i, don't I come know once i come on
7: what brandon yeah. talking my ain't sent me nothing uh, wow uh, uh, all right i didn't you
13: Yo, Ah, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, had Benavidez still had that belt, he would have got the fight. Yeah, but, but he, he, he make was weight. doing his he thing. He couldn't make weight and he lost it, but you think he would have learned a lesson. Sounds after being good. On it's coke it's very safe time. to say now, Ray. It's, it's, very,
15: it's a convenient excuse to make now. yeah. Oh, that's, it's, an, now, excuse. Oh, it's that's an excuse. No, I don't That's convenient that he didn't have belt.
7: That's an excuse. It's now. convenient.
15: It's yeah. convenient. I mean, it's easy to say now. It's easy to say and get away with it and justify it, you know. Just like fighting oh. Macabre. Well, he's a champion. See? It's he's easy a champion. Just like Matt Kellerman said, just because you got a belt don't mean you're a champion, man. Max oh, Tillman oh, says that oh, he—that's a very eloquent statement.
7: Oh, just Max knows about boxing champ. now. Yeah, now Max knows
15: yeah. about boxing. Okay, Max, Max always knows boxing. You know what I'm saying? Max we all know that. Know like boxing. in the words of the great James Benitez, we all know. <laughs> nah. hey, that's my car.
9: No nah. word.
17: So, yo, what was the argument, real quick? He, what was, what just, they talking about, Benavidez? That's what you saying? That Benavidez he, don't he, deserve he, the fight. Like, what has he done?
13: He just crying, man. He's talking about James Benitez. Benitez. James Benitez just super chatted. He just crying. James
7: just said Garcia versus Camboso's end of the year. Just watch.
13: Yeah, but
17: y'all was talking about David Benavidez. What has he done to deserve the fight?
7: Nah, he was trying to say that, you know, we should be somehow saying that Benavidez deserves the fight. But, like, who he beat again?
17: Yeah, but we also saw Caleb Smith and Billy Joe Saunders. I mean, who they beat.
13: They had titles.
0: Whoa, they whoa, had the whoa,
17: leverage. Whoa, whoa,
13: whoa,
7: whoa, 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 whoa. So, but whoa. my man got hype. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Billy Joe Saunders had a way better resume than David Benavidez, and Callum Smith was more... Uh,
13: Callum Smith won the W. Quadru- the yeah, he was, more, he was more
7: qualified. Stop it.
17: What about the Miami fights that do Durham." What about a, that's that?
7: That's a mandatory.
13: It was a mandatory. So, he David Benavidez is,
17: thing. like, way below all of them on, on tiers? Um...
3: Nah, no,
7: he probably when you you won up there. You lose your belt when you lose your belt, you become a contender.
17: But what is his ranking? Like where is he in the ranking? He he number 1. Benavidez. Y- y'all can yeah. say
11: all that who has done. He hasn't done. He it doesn't. Yes, we we know with with boxing its levels to it. Uh he lost the belt. I understand what Ray is saying. He probably definitely that would have been his shot uh, if um, he didn't lose it because we know he fought against Plant. But still, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if Canelo said right now, he'd say, oh, I'm going to pick Benavidez or I'm going to pick Charlo, it'd be, it'd be case closed. You, it wouldn't be no, oh, he didn't earn it or nothing. we will be excited. So I, the my whole point about it is Canelo can still choose that if he wants and give them an opportunity. I just don't... I'm like the earning part. I, and Ness, you, I know Ness, you keep saying, what has they... What have they done, this and that, or whatever? But they still are undefeated and they are still threats. So no you belt, can Micah. give them an opportunity. They, no they don't got no belt.
7: They don't got no belt. You making a case for dudes that's begging for... Sh- for paydays. Who they, that, I know. But
11: Charlo has a belt though. At Charlo's 60, got a,
13: um, that's old news, 160. That's
7: 60. Ain't nobody ain't even. A, my man about is, to fight okay. at 75. Like, what is Charlo bringing to the table? Nothing. Nothing. That belt, he I, can't
11: do nothing with so, that belt. So when Micah. y'all say what, what a fighter is bringing to the table, okay, you talking the the business aspect. The business aspect you saying. And the and the boxing aspect.
7: Have... And the bo- he don't got a belt. So what he bringing, Micah?
17: The trinket basket. The trinket <laughs> um He don't aspect. got nothing. That's what
7: it is. He just an opponent. He don't got nothing.
13: Micah, he got? I hear what you're saying, but I... the thing is is when we talk about earned it. Mm-hmm. Look, at the end of the day, you, you want a Canelo fight, you're not going to earn it with a victory over Kyron Davis. No disrespect to Kyron or, Davis. Or but a you're victory not gonna... over Juan Matomasis. <laughs> or, or before that, he was supposed to fight Uzcategui. Like I said, Uzcategui's best fight was his loss against Caleb Plant.
17: Yo, and I'ma side with you, Micah, because I'm I'm asking those same questions. So that just places you, that just places you in the in the casual category. Cause I'm like, damn, she's saying the same thing I'm thinking about. Like, damn, but come come on, that's that's Charlo, that's David Benavidez. Everybody's speaking about them. Nobody in mainstream is talking about them other dudes that you guys are name dropping. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's talking about Makaboo Nobody at all, ever. You,
7: you know what crazy. I'm saying? Crazy. And what about Mike? Mike Tyson was on HBO. Man, I don't even know what y'all talking about. Was on Mike HBO. Tyson's
13: on another planet. He's so high. Now, what, I,
17: what you what, saying? That's guy. No, don't know I, what you're saying because Macabu. What? Because I I don't know Macabu at all.
7: He fought on HBO before. I'm pretty sure.
17: Nah, he never was televised. You're that was crazy. part of the. That was part of the story of Canelo choosing him. Nah, man. No. Yes, man. No, but here's
13: man. the deal, man. We're talking about this, and Bruh, people are gonna call in Mac- talking Mac-a-boo about Carlo. in Mexico,
7: man. So I don't know what you're talking about. God, I never heard Mac-a-boo's of Mac-a-boo. a two-time WBC champ for for the people out here trying to make Benavidez into something.
13: Look, I mean, people are gonna people are gonna talk about all of this. But here's the deal: that. Canelo just did an interview. What was it yesterday at the after the press conference? And they were asking him about it. He goes, "Like I said, they got nothing to bring me right now." Yeah. I'm looking on other things. He goes, once I do this deal, if PBC wants to offer me a deal, then we can go do that. But right now, I'm busy. You guys go fight each other. Yeah. And I think that's fair. That, you know is, fair. I mean? that is, is fair. So, that is fair. Last, but they not. The last but they won't. Said, oh, he said maybe. He didn't say maybe. He said, once I'm done with this, I'm going to do my thing over here. I got bigger fish to fry than y'all over here at 168 that I already conquered. And I'm moving up. And I'm moving, and up, rightfully and I'm moving so. up again.
7: Rightfully so. Let them go do Sutton, let them bring Sutton to tape. These guys got belts, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just that simple. Bibble got a belt, you know what I'm saying?
13: If Bibble didn't have a belt, then there would be no fight. Yeah, and he might not have
7: a belt though with the whole Russia shit. But I got super chat. Uh, Brandon Maurice says, shout out to Micah K, aka Queen Spicy. Always good to have you on the panel. Oh yeah, Ness, tell your loud dog to stop snoring. Like he worked a long day. Yeah, man. That's why I got her kicked out of the office right now. Ah. Uh, what up, th- though?
11: What up, though, Uh, Brandon? Appreciate Always appreciate the support. Yo,
17: I thought he was talking about one of the co-hosts snoring on the mic.
11: Nah, it's my dog. Texas nah. Bulldog
7: Boxing says, David will fight anyone. No one wants David right now. 100 emoji. Yeah, tell, tell David to tell Al to put some money behind him. and I, I, Watch how many people take that fight.
11: In my and my point with the Mike Tyson thing, I heard what you said, Ray, but what I was saying, like how Mike Tyson, you know, the the thing is, yeah, okay ca- casual. Um, I understand what um Ray and uh Ness is saying to a certain extent. I know w- what you guys are saying as far as the belts, what they done, what what Canelo is trying to go after, but that does not mean at the end of the day is you you still as far as the competitive, regardless if he doesn't agree with it or not, I feel like just looking at it as a fan standpoint because some people are not casuals. They can still feel that way. May they it's somebody that can watch boxing way more than me and really be in tune with it and still say, Oh no, okay, Bible, like I even stated, I the Bible fight is nice. We know Bibble, that that is that's gonna that's gonna be a good one. But what well, we are just saying, I'm just when y'all keep saying earning, but as far as being a fan of the sport, wanting to see the most competitive, the most exciting, I'm talking about taking the business aspect. What Canelo want to do, even when I'm watching other sports, you want to see the best go up against the best. You want to see that great competition and that excitement. So I'm saying, just in the, on that point, we would still like to see a Canelo versus Benavides or or Charlo. I'm not even saying like some people I don't know I'm not going to sit up here and lie to you and say I think Benavidez would just outright beat Canelo or Charlo would beat Canelo but I'm just saying the the um the excitement the competitive yeah. we know them you this see what morning, I'm saying This morning Yeah I'm yeah.
17: saying this morning I felt just like that until we got a history lesson or better be and bivil the the poll was about like what would be much more of an exciting fight and I went towards like Canelo versus Charlo or it was it Charlo versus uh, Benavidez but then the history lesson was like oh shit Bivol, Bivol could do it better uh, Better Beave could do it which is Arthur Better Beav and the threats that they both pose so there's a new aspect for me looking at it so I'm going to say that Canelo's choosing wisely and he got two big fight a big ass fight in front of him man and yes I do want to see the Charlo I am the same sentiment that you share with the uh, old oh, Benavidez or Charlo because I know them more. I don't know the other opponents he's fighting. Like, I don't know Machabu.
13: Let me ask a question. If we're talking about from a sport sports point of view, what is better in a sports point of view? Making a defense at 168 of your undisputed title that you already captured or moving up to 175 to chase that undisputed moving and taking the first, first step there? And then when we talk the about the business aspect of it, remember how difficult it was to make that PBC deal to begin with. You know what I mean? They were supposed to make that for September and then it fell apart at the 11th hour and then they had to make it for November. So if we're looking at it from the business side, it was already difficult working with PBC. So, you know what I mean? That's When we talk about the sport and the business side, neither of those are adding up in and lining up in Benavidez's favor. Now, I know it seems like I'm saying all this stuff, and and I like Benavidez, and I think that that's actually a really good fight, and it is the number one fight at 168. I agree. But right now, we can't go so hard in the paint on, oh, it, the next fight should be Benavidez. Benavidez deserves this fight, this, that, and the other, because those other fights are better than what Benavidez is bringing to the table right now at the 168.
7: Let me get to this super chat. I got Clay Scott Jr., Canelo busy, Benavidez busy, Andre possibly fight with Parker. Is Charlo going to fight Morel or who? Plant can't fight till after May 6th. All right. AMG. Oh, fe- oh, I'm
11: going to let you go. No, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I'm yeah. I ain't know it was uh, this late. I gotta tap out, fellas. Ness, took I ain't gonna say though. Listen, make sure, I, cause I'm saying it on here. Now, when y'all when you get to Vegas, I'm gonna say it. King, I mean, you heard me. Ray, Church, everybody on the thing. All I'm saying is Ness, I'm gonna hit you up. So when the Queen come on, I want my. You know, that's all I asked for is the intro. So I'm gonna be on you and Brandis head. And you know, I told you. Once I come on, I ain't worried about what nobody else is doing. I just want my little intro. So when I come on, you know, I like, you know, I like certain things like that. But I'm gonna let you guys go. You can hit me up on Twitter. That's where I usually am a little bit more. Twitter at MK Sportslay, Instagram at MK Sportslay. If you want to subscribe to my YouTube channel, it is Afternoon Sportslay. You know, if you really support me, you really want to get my channel monetized. monetized I'm halfway, still halfway there. I'm about like at seven something. You know, help me okay. get to that thousand subscribers. I appreciate everybody that genuinely support the queen. I'm going to keep coming. Hopefully be posting at least like once a week. Once a week right now. Just got to certain things on the side. I ain't going to get into that. But but I'm going to start trying to at least post more very, very soon. I appreciate y'all. I'll be back.
7: Micah, look.
11: Hmm. Let, let the queen get it off real quick let me let me let me get through it let's break it down i'm going based on my eye test hey. you ain't nothing but a secret fan thank you i love you anyway i'm gonna be confident and i'm gonna stand on my ground No, hey. know i see you scrolling your face i don't know maybe you're looking at the chat subscribe to afternoon sportslay and my ID is at MK mksportslay going to the top i'm looking for a true loyal supporter and i hope this message was brought to you by SDS Promotions. It's a boxing voice. Okay, okay. I appreciate it, but I want it in the beginning next time. I appreciate it. All right. Bye. All right. <laughs> Shout
13: out to Queen. All
7: right. All right, bye. Let me get to some more super chats here. I got AMG that says, oh, I forgot. I'm going to be at the Virgil fight fight. I'm hyped for that. Rocha, probably A-side because he from Santa Ana, SoCal. So, he'll have people there, I'm sure. And uh, that's in, in reference to our conversation about, you know, Rocha being the A-side over um, Blair the Flair Cobbs, man. That's crazy to me. Crazy, man. Crazy. Oh, Blair
17: the Flair that we uh, recapped on yesterday? Yeah. Lifestyle-wise?
7: He got a fight, yo.
17: Oh shit! When is it? What's the date? I'm interested. He
7: on the Virgil Ortiz undercard.
17: I remember that. So he's the underdog on his fight coming up. He's the B side.
7: Word, man, that's crazy, bro. B- so how you? A I mean, with a besides loss. you
17: saying that's crazy, like why? why is the other guy the A side?
7: Uh, because he's Mexican and it's a Golden Boy promoted card. That's it. Because the other dude got a loss.
17: The other dude and, not. And the not other flare. dude
7: nowhere near as flashy as Flair.
17: Yeah, but that don't always count, right?
7: And that shit count in this day and age of promotion. Bro. I mean,
17: I mean, we just got off the topic. Like, yo, what do you bring to the table?
7: And that's what I'm saying. Flair bring more. He bring the flair. Who the he fuck? bring the
17: flair? But what the what, the what is the other guy bringing? That I don't that even is happening? Know. What's his on, name on him?
7: again? Oh, Alexis Rocha. Don't nobody know him for nothing other than that's losing. Crazy. He lost to Rashidi Ellis. He was undefeated till Ellis bopped him up. Bibbity Bobity Boo. I think
17: I saw that last name, Rocha.
7: Let me get to Big Money Texas Toledo. Someone matched my five dollars. Fire emoji, glove emoji. I put my money on Chocolatito. Salute TBV. Shout out to you. We got heavy handed J, and that is JP in Long Beach. It says, Can Ray tell us why you should respect the year them fight? What you mean? It was a mandatory.
13: Yeah, there was a mandatory. I'm not saying that we should. I mean, it, it is what it is. Ain't nobody get mad, mad at Mar-
7: Ocampos.
13: Talk Ain't to Mauricio mad at about it. Ask Mauricio about the...
7: Wasn't nobody mad at Crawford calling an early mandatory in Cavalasquez. Remember, that shit wasn't even in order. And he called them like, yo, I'm going to give you a shot before they even asked me to give you a shot. Like, it's, it's always a problem when it's Canelo, man. The, the hypocrisy is insane and unreal.
13: Let me say this, too. Usually, if Canelo has a normal schedule without corona that was going on 2020 and whatnot, we would see him fight in September and then in May. So there would have been a lull between September to May of without Canelo fighting. In 2020, we saw him fight in December, and then he threw that extra date in there in February for the Yildirim fight. Bonus! So we would have already seen an expedited Canelo from December... To May when he fought Billy Joe and then y'all got a little extra credit on top of there just to have a little show so like I said, that
7: Miami show man had my yeah. man out there in DG motherfucker. my boy Jay Balbin you know, with DG uh, pajamas, you're like yo, dudes yeah. be really hating on Canelo, adding life to the sport, I thought it was CG what? what's no, the DG those Gabani man
17: oh I thought it was Christian Dior
7: uh, was it you might be name? right. It might
17: be Dose Gabbana. Yeah, it
13: was Dose Gabbana. Even my girl was like, oh, he's
17: that's his sponsor? Right. Yeah, I just saw a CG. I mean, the CD commercial. And I was like, it was boxing. And I was like, oh, maybe Canelo couldn't do it.
7: Uh, I got James Benitez. That's definitely number four in the building. Four super ding. chats in a row. Ding,
6: Shout ding, out to ding. Coach
7: Myers, only person who held down. Yo, the what's Uga. that buzz? That's that's Ray's Mike. He always get crazy.
1: How's it sound now? It's, call you. it's buzzing. Machine Gun. Alright, better.
7: Machine gun right. buzz. Uh James Benitez says, Shout out, Coach Myers, the only person who held down the UGA Spence Presser. A snooze fest. <laughs> Yo, Benitez done turned into a full-blown hater these days. Mike check. Run two, one, two. Santana's back for business. What is this? Jane Benitez with another one says, Garcia versus Cambosos. End of the year. Just watch. There's been a lot of that talk.
17: Which Garcia?
7: The one that's fighting Emmanuel Tagago because the guy he's fighting, Tagago, is a Ludabella fighter who happens to be same promoter of Cambosos.
17: I don't know what Garcia that is I was that, thinking uh, Garcia
7: Ryan Ryan Garcia oh Ryan Gar- look how Garcia, excited King you Frank. get you're such a casual look how oh Ryan what's That's Ryan's good win? Fight, Ryan versus what's Ryan's Camposo. biggest win what's Ryan's biggest win casual fan
17: um Gamboa.
7: He never fucking bro.
17: Nah, I was fucking with you. See,
7: <laughs> kept us on our toes, right? Yo, yeah, he was really not fucking with us.
17: Yeah, I was fucking with you. You was about to box
13: wreck that. He's shit. buying it. He's buying time. So Yo, we can yeah, he buying time. time. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, who's. No, hold on, hold
17: on. I do know. Didn't he fight not uh, Liam? Oh, no, you're
8: close. Calum. Uh, uh-uh, you're getting there.
17: Uh, he, one of them UK dudes no, that dropped you're him.
8: You're warm. You're warm. I just can't get the All name. The it's, it's shout sniffs. out
7: to Coach Myers. Ring the uh-huh. alarm. Matter of fact, we're going to drop a bomb. Say the name yeah, out loud, man. man. It,
13: shout I am m- your father.
7: Shout out Coach Myers. Luke Campbell. <laughs> yo, you mad <laughs> late. A burr, burr, burr,
13: burr.
7: You mad <laughs> late. You wild <laughs> late right now. You wild late. Uh, late. Shout yo, but out. you giving lessons? Yo, or, can, or I, can you... I get this shout out off real quick to my shout man Coach Myers? Is that blue Coach Myers? Is that a blue or is that a gray? Let me see. That says color Heather Denim. Oh, this denim blue. Where your Heather Denim at? I don't know, but I can't screen share the one he got. But Coach Myers just copped this hoodie right here. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to put it in the white so you can eat. see. Eat, smoke, boxing. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Coach Myers. I, I got one too. It's on the way. Hopefully I get it before I go back to Vegas and shit. But shout out Coach Myers for the support. You know what I mean? Go check out the of Voice uh, store. Plenty of new gear there. Updated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me get to this next super chat. Who we got? Who we got? Who we got? Looking like James Benitez back with another one that says, Benavidez lost and won the same belt. How is that impressive? I guess he could clean the second time. <laughs> I guess he was clean the second time. Plant going to spark him. Like he did his brother. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious.
17: I can't wait to David Benavidez get some wins under his belts that, you know, you guys respect, man. Because you playing him, man.
7: I mean, what you mean I'm playing him? I mean, you just making fun of the man' resume, man. I mean, he needs this win, man. He needs a Lemieux on his resume. Because right now, the biggest name is Ronald Graville. All
17: right. Well, I mean, he going to get the Lemieux win. You know that off the bat.
7: I mean, fights need to be fought. but...
17: Uh, I mean, he's the favorite, so you can the count on. Who's
7: the biggest win? It? Is it is it Graville or is it uh, Anthony Darrell? I think it's Durrell.
17: <laughs> I mean, quiet man. Yo, he probably Durrell's smoked that win. smack. Oh, Darrell's a big win. That's yeah, a good sure. name.
8: Yeah, that purple diamond Enrique side on this side. Yeah, you quiet diamond. over there. Nah, you know what? I'm canelo out. That's why. I'm canelo out,
7: man. You know what I'm saying? I'm canelo out.
8: Yo, every day is Canelo. I'll keep going
13: about Canelo. I'll talk Canelo all day.
7: <laughs> I got Alex Corona. He says, nah, bro. We want to see Canelo fight all of them. But, hey, they should put in the work, too, and fight each other and come out on top and get that fight. I agree, bro. I agree.
17: I agree with the fight each other. I'm surprised that that's not part of the game, fight each other to fight me. Like, it has to be mentioned. But, uh, you know, I I like to see both of those fights, Benavidez versus Charlo or Caleb Smith, Um, um, Caleb Plant in that mix, and then, you know, go towards Canelo. But Canelo does seem busy, like it's been said. Nah,
7: he busy.
17: He he busy for, like, three fights.
7: He busy, man. He busy. Yo, we going out the border town. Big Zo, what up?
17: Zodiac Fish Grease, what up?
4: Yo, what up, panel? Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Sorry, man, I'm driving. Shout out to you, Boston boys. Arizona, yeah. stand up. Shout out to you. Anyway, uh, I got Jose Ramirez tomorrow, even though I think it's going to be a, a really good fight, man. Like, I, I can't count Pedraza out tomorrow, man. Uh, we'll just see how he comes back after that Taylor loss and see if he can adjust to another southpaw that doesn't grapple too much. But, uh, other than that, you know, Canelo, Vivo, News, man, um, let me share something with you from the border town here because I speak to a lot of people on the other side, on the Mexican side. And, um, as you've been mentioning, this Taitelson guy, he tends to, uh, downplay a lot of Canelo opponents just because they're Canelo opponents. But other than that, like, most people are actually on board with this fight in Mexico. Like, they're aware that this isn't a guy that, uh, this isn't, that Bivol isn't somebody that he can just, you know, um, cruise around with. Like, they, they, most people are aware that this is a legit challenge and, uh, they're on board with it. But, uh, there's still, you know, that, that hate. I guess when you reach a certain point in any sport, such as like, a, like, a Floyd Mayweather, a Tom Brady, a Michael Jordan, you're always going to have that division of detractors, right? So it's, it comes with the territory. It's a good fight. Styles make fights. We'll see what happens. I'm not mad at the Maccaboo thing. Um, but shout out to y'all. I keep listening to y'all. I don't get to call in too often, but, uh, keep grinding, man.
7: Thank you, brother. Will do without a doubt. We got another super chat from James Benitez, who says, I almost guarantee Benavidez will duck the booty smoke. <coughs> Samson know David already reached his potential. Brian, Brandon lands in denial. Plant beats him effortlessly. Effortless. Effortless.
13: Effortlessly. Yo, effortlessly. do we have a date yet on David versus David?
7: Nah. April something, but it ain't announced. Uh, actually, Enrique gonna be over there. He probably get it out of him and shit. Okay. I
17: ain't going there to do journalism.
7: So you ain't you can't just ask him like yo. I mean I could fact? just ask him. Matter of fact, my, my my co-host wanted to know like I see. Yeah yeah I could do that. Nah. Yeah, you gonna be like no yo, I, matter of fact I ain't here to do journalism. So don't answer that
17: nah I'm just I saying I ain't gonna chat. go there sitting down asking questions that's A'ight, what I'm saying
7: alright super chat Atlanta intrigue Spence versus Thurman next one time I ever heard Earl Sprints give Thurman props the real big fish told EJ no more running Keith next shout out to the Queen Micah yeah he oh. still believe Earl fighting the <laughs> Thurman next he crazy uh, Louisville Slugger says Billy Joe don't have a better 168 pound resume than David mm. uh, David don't got a better 168 pound resume than Billy Joe uh, but Billy Joe got a better overall resume and first of all uh, Eubank fought and was an IBO champion at 68 Billy Joe holds a win over Eubank uh, Billy Joe holds a win over David Lemieux who Benavides is about to fight now um, do I really go on, L V, or do you, you know, you say uncle already? Like did you
17: yeah, remind him
13: remind him how remind him how that fight went
17: too. Yeah, I was just about to say that was the that was the Billy Joe put on the map. You know, he did that whole home run shit. Remember? You know what I'm
7: saying? L V yeah. out here getting bodied.
17: Yo, so hey, Linadez is fighting tomorrow?
7: Nah, Linadez got knocked out last week by uh another. Wait, another Devin who? Haney victim, Abdurakhimov. No, what oh, is it? Uh, uh, Abdul, Abd- Abd- Abdul, All
17: right, so I mixed the names up. Who, who is um Jose Ramirez fighting?
7: Jose Pedraza. Oh, Pedraza. That's
13: Pedraza.
17: This- yeah, Pedro Pedraza. Right. No, no, no.
7: Jose, Jose- Pedraza.
17: Oh, uh, that was Javante's former opponent. Yeah.
7: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Two time champ Jose Pedraza, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, para para arriba. <laughs> para, te! What the
13: fuck? <laughs> Yo, I got, a, uh, I got a question for you guys about Puerto Rican fighters. So I was Uh-oh. with a, a few Puerto Rican boxers over the weekend. We were chilling. We were just chatting at Applebee's, talking about who the best Puerto Rican is right now in boxing. Oh. They were saying Jose, Jose Pedraza. I said Amanda Serrano.
7: Jose Pedraza, and you said Amanda Serrano. I mean, I guess Amanda Serrano could be thrown in, and you got to argue that, that yeah, because she ain't lost and all that shit. But, you know... Is her opposition the same opposition as Pedraza? Like, where's her tank at? Where's her Jose Ramirez at? Like,
17: I mean, you can't compare I, the two. I, I,
8: I mean, that's a tough. That's definitely a tough comparison. I mean, Serrano, you know, she's definitely my man. Got I a mean, week
7: off for of Serrano, right here.
8: Nah, I mean, listen, you love her. One thing, Yo, Serrano, man. Yeah, I'm going to the fight. By the way, I got tickets, so yeah, for shout sure. Out, I'm a little bit biased. Out. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, you you can't really deny it. I think people are going to detract from her and say she's a female fighter, but look at what she's doing right now for Puerto Rican fighters. It ain't but a longer, You know what I'm saying? Ah. He's, not, he's not ready yet. He's gonna come up. Xander Zayas is gonna come up as well. I can name some very good Puerto Rican fighters, but Amanda Serrano, I think, is the biggest flag bearer. You know, a lot of people might not remember that this Pedrasa fight was happening, but people know what Amanda Serrano's doing. And, they know and that's what I'm saying.
13: Yeah. I mean, if we look at the resume, I think it's almost a little bit of a different conversation, you know, and I agree with them on that and y'all on that, too. But when we talk about what who's at the top right now, as far as like hype and all that kind of stuff, big fight, it's Amanda. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's not that's, out. that's as of late. Well, as of right now.
17: That's not like in the three-year run, Pedraza, four or five years ago. You know what I'm saying? And still.
13: But it's 2022.
17: That's what I'm saying. Right. No, but I'm saying he's been running since. And you know him and you've been following him. Amanda, you just really, because of the whole Jake Paul thing, you know, you're like, oh, shit, who is that? Who is that? But I really haven't seen her fight.
7: Yes. <laughs> Speak for yourself, champ. thing
17: But I do I am speaking for myself. <laughs> but I do, I am interested in that new fight, you know that, that's coming up. And is I think it's because of her promotion and, and and that she's Puerto Rican and that she's from New York. So I'm like actually really proud because I know who she is from Instagram. I've been following her since uh like the beginning, but never saw her fight.
8: Enrique, even more. She from Bushwick, bro. Like, come on. Look baby. at
17: that. Even from Bushwick. See that? I didn't even know that.
13: Yeah, and uh, to what you were saying earlier. I mean, no disrespect to Berlanga, but I not I don't, Isn't he from New York? He's not a real island boy.
17: He's Puerto Rican. Um, yeah, but New he's not. Rican. He
13: a New York Rican, but yeah. it still
17: counts. You know
13: what I'm saying? It counts, but it's but island in the Puerto Rican boys. community, it's like you gotta be an me. island boy. You know what I mean, like you Xander.
4: Yeah.
6: yeah. I'm a
8: just island
17: boy.
7: I'm a just island boy. <laughs> that shit is funny. I'm a just island boy. I'm <laughs> just. <laughs> <laughs> yo, you had that in the deck? Yo, man, I'm yo, on. I'm on every current on event. I'm on every current event, man. We <laughs> out here, man. YouTube need to give us licensing so we could be the real motherfucking Breakfast Club. We need to be able to drop singles and shit. Like, yo, right now, right now, my man intrigued with the hot joint in Atlanta. Boom and let it spin for like a minute thirty. Go back to boxing, man, for real. But anyway, dreaming,
17: daydreaming. I'm thinking of you. All right, so where we at?
7: Um, I mean, let me see if we on a super chat. Yes, we are. We are on. James Benitez back with another one. Says Micah, you can use my old plant intro. It's a classic. There's levels in boxing. Plant. And then all the other guys. Boo may be the next best, and he ain't 168 yet. And then we got Chris Carlson that says, Yudem was a fake mandatory. Stop it. Nah, man. Uh, WBC was getting sued if they ain't handled the Yudem situation, man. That's how shit go, man. Hate Benavidez for losing his belt. Know what I'm saying? That's who y'all need to address y'all hate to. Somehow it's Canelo's fault. Benavidez lost his belt. You know what I'm saying? I don't get these people.
13: You know what they say? They say, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. So shame on him. Mm-hmm. He should have he should have learned better from the first time and made his weight. Right.
7: Um We got Chris Carlson back with another. He says, at 154 and at 160, y'all wasn't talking about who had a belt. But now it's the end. And all be all. Okay, so he's saying when he was, when Canelo was at sixty and fifty four, nobody was like, "Who got a belt or something like that." But uh,
13: at sixty, at sixty, it actually was, you know. So I I'll I will counter punch on that because at sixty, he was chasing undisputed. And here's a little hot take too: at one hundred sixty pounds, you know, obviously he wasn't undisputed, but I would say that he was even better than undisputed because in that span of fights, he was WBC champ. WBA champ, he went and fought uh, Danny Jacobs for the IBF, and it wasn't for the nonsense with the IBF and their mandatory pushing Drevianchenko. Then, yep. most likely, his next fight could have been against Andrade for the WBO, but instead of fighting Andrade for the WBO 160 pound, he went and fought for a WBO title, but two weight divisions higher at 175. So in reality my man within s- subsequent fights won all the titles but just at a weight division 2 higher I don't even I, I can't remember any time anyone's ever done something like that so really at 160 he's like a super duper undisputed
7: Yeah yeah No uh I see your logic but people wanted that Andre fight but I see the yeah. logic. I see uh, the right. logic. I'm weird. No, I see the logic. I see it. I, you know, it's, it, it makes sense. Uh, let me see who's got that hand raised. You know what I mean? Use that hand raised feature if you want to go ahead and rock out on the show. I'm going out to my man's in California, Info Joe. But that's the reason I want you to use the hand raised. This way I know I'm going to you and you actually want to talk, not that you're busy at work and stuff like that. So I'm pretty sure everybody on Skype right now knows how to raise their hand, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So that I know exactly who is ready to
19: rock out. I'm good. I beat Polly. I left with his belt and
8: his
18: girl. It's a
19: dollar beat. Hey, Pop, What's my hair? Okay. And I know all
18: y'all right, get me. All that soft
19: talk. I
15: know you can do it, man.
18: You got the. you got the. Let's shut that
15: soft ass shit up. Yo, what up? What up? What I
3: up? see you got the big boy panel on today. Yeah, Shout out right. to all Hell of people. No, he because I get the better fight. He mad. My bad. Nah, that's all good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> now nah, I hear you arguing. People. What are you guys arguing to right now? Like uh. people are about to fight or what?
7: Nah, man, we could talk about this weekend. It's fight so much to talk about. People just, you know, he's just the face of boxing. So no matter what, it always goes back to Canelo. But there's, we, right. we we was talking hella topics. We, you know, it's two two fights. You got Friday night ESPN. You got the Zone on Saturday. You know, you got Blair the Flair, Santa fight, Alex Rocha on the undercard of Virgil Ortiz. You got uh, Eddie Hearn saying Anthony Joshua might get an interim now that Usyk is out there fighting Russia. You know, uh, you got you got you got Catterall being offered a, a welterweight fight with Josh Teller with no belts as some sort of caveat. I mean, you got Conwell talking about he gonna be breathing down the neck of Jamel Charlie now that he got that Pro Bella money. You know, uh, there's a lot to talk about. C- Kell Brook getting an offer from Eddie Hearn to fight Conor Ben.
3: Man, that's that's a lot. To, that's a lot to unpack, man. I've been. Uh, I took my boys to another gym to get some sparring in. So I didn't really get to listen to a whole lot of the show. Um, who's fighting now? Who what? Who's fighting tomorrow? That's um, who's fighting tomorrow? Jose
7: Pedraza and uh, Jose Ramirez.
3: Oh, that's that's a good fight. I like that. That and that's ESPN, right? ESPN yes, Plus.
7: Yes, sir. ESPN Plus.
3: Oh, that's that's love, man. I'm off all weekend, man. I'm gonna check that fight out. Um, and and then who's fighting Saturday? Then that'll be Chocolatito versus uh, Martinez. Yeah, that, that, that's a good fight. That's a good fight. I mean, I'll, I'll watch it to watch it. I'm not going to lie and sit there and say, I respect Chocolatito being a great fighter, but he's not a dude that I really sit and watch like that. Hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's just not. You know, I, I watch some people in the smaller weight classes, but uh, I'm kind of more of a junior welterweight waiting up kind of guy. I mean, I watch the lightweight division because – Um, it's, it's pretty thick right now, but I like him a little bit bigger. Um, and then you said Cal Brook getting offered money to fight Connor Ben. Yeah. I mean, he should take the payday. I mean, I would, I mean, I don't necessarily think he's going to beat Connor Ben. I think that's a setup to get uh, a good name on Connor Ben's record. If I'm being real honest about it. I mean, what do you guys think? You guys really think that you think Kelbrook beats Connor Ben? It's a close fight? Or do you think that's a setup? Because I smell it, setup.
7: I mean, it's a good fight. You know, this this version of Kelbrook that fought Khan, he
3: looked decent. Nah, he did. But I mean, Khan looked like trash. Let's be real. I picked Khan to win, too. I had to eat my craw on that. He looked horrible. I don't know what that boy was in there trying to do. So, I mean,. We can take that. We can take that at face value. Like, yeah, he beat Amir Khan, but what version? Mm-hmm. But I don't want to take up too much time, man. Shout out to TBV. Y'all have a good evening. I'm gonna stay listening.
7: All right, brother. Thank you for calling in. Uh... Yo, Ness,
8: Before you before you head out, man, I gotta jump out of here, for man. Sure. King I mean Invest61. Catch me, King I mean Invest61 on Instagram. Also, I'm on Twitter. Twitter making hella noise, talking to all the all of all the pundits and all the all the all the fans like us. Check me out on Twitter, King Amina Vestix on there. Also, King Amina Vestix one on YouTube for those championship rounds. And definitely, uh, if it's a fight chat jumping off, I'm in there. And definitely be back on Sunday for that flagship, man. ladies and gentlemen, fellas. I'm out.
17: Yo, I mean you gotta follow me back, man, on Twitter tbv underscore casual fam. And I've been hitting you up.
8: Oh, man, ain't nothing, so say less, man. Say less as the kids say.
7: Okay. I'm on it. All righty, then. Let me get to LV Slugger on Skype using that raise your hand feature.
15: Only time y'all see me in raise is when I turn into the bronze mama. (laughs) I want a body. I want a body, and he gonna be the body. The ambulance better be ready. The medical better be ready. The referee better be ready. They better have that towel to be able to. Hold
4: Sds promotion.
1: will right?
7: L. <laughs> v. Slugger. LV. LV
6: Slugger.
7: Yeah, he, he always trying to get that Bluetooth to work, man. LV. LV. Hello, hello. TBV. What up? Bluetooth
18: activated. What up? What up? What up, what
17: up fellas? What up? Yes, what up?
18: Yes, what yes, up? yes, yes. What up, man? Uh. Yeah. Yes, looking forward to tomorrow, man. We got a nice little, you know, junior welterweight bout. Jose Ramirez coming off his loss from uh, Josh Taylor. See what he's looking like against, a, you know, a good 140-pounder and Pedraza. You know, a two-time champ. So, I mean, I think I definitely think we're going to get a, You know, our, uh, our money. Well, I ain't going to just say our money work, but, you know, uh, uh it's just going to be a good fight. I think it's going to be a good fight. I think Jose, you know, with him being the former champion unified champ, I think he'll be able to, you know, got enough tools in the two parts to, you know, get get the job done. But I do expect a good fight, and I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be surprised if Pedraza was able to, you know, pull out the upset, but, you know, I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, man, y'all was on a lot of shit. I'm not really sure, you know, where y'all, where to go. Uh, I know y'all was talking about Ryan. You know what I'm saying? Ryan finally back, about to get back in the ring. You know, he been on Twitter a lot, doing a lot of tw- Twitter talk when these other champions, these other guys at 135 out here active, you know he had a lot to talk about on Twitter. So you know we finally get to see him back in the ring and, and see how he looked. So I mean I'm looking forward to that as well. Uh, what else y'all had to Yo, about? Yo, David uh,
17: Benavidez, Charlo, do they deserve a, Can- a Canelo Alvarez fight?
18: Absolutely. You know, two undefeated champion. You know, David not a champ right now, but he is a two-time champion, undefeated. You know, I feel like if any of them names that he just did that beat on this Undisputed run, you know, I can make a case that Charlotte and Benavidez have a uh, a bigger case than, than any of them three names. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, Kayla Smith, he did the Super 6. You know, he did what he had to do to get the shot. But uh, I'm not really sure who Billy Joe beat at 168 to get that belt. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really know who he beat at 168. And uh. The Yeldron fight man, we all know what that is. I mean, that was a though. And the uh the Caleb plant, you know, he would just right place, right time. You know what I'm saying? But uh I do think Charlotte Benavides do deserve a Canelo shot. But we all know how Canelo, he on top of this shit. Number one, pound for pound, number two, however you want to mix it up, but uh he gonna he gonna move how he wanna move right now. You know, undisputed in less than a year. You know what I'm saying? Like I said before, man, I ain't really got no problem with with the decision he made with Bilville. He a champion, big guy, you know, a boxer. So, you know, I had no problem with the Bilville fight, but I would have preferred the Charlotte or Benavidez well. route. But yeah, man, that's all really I gotta say, man. I, I know y'all got a couple of other topics y'all had. I don't know if y'all have talked about the Joshua supposed to be fighting the interim before.
7: Yeah.
18: Fighting the Euseks or something like that. But did did he name any opponents? No. Nope. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, and and the Conwell, you know, I, that's another name that ain't been active. I believe that's the, the Bella fighter. You know, we all know what he did in the ring. Uh, he got that on his resume. But I do. I'm excited to see how he look at 154. So you know, hopefully he can get a title shot sometime this year, man. But uh, they just released May 14th. We finally gonna get undisputed at 154.
7: Let my man get a little cut. He just kept it going. You know, Bell usually mean it's over, champ. Now, nah. listen, I got a couple other people there, but uh, go ahead and raise your hand. Let me know. I got Info Joe. I got PBC. I got Coach Myers with his boomerang. Davidian. Let me know if any of you four gentlemen are trying to jump on the live show. If not, uh, we will be looking to wrap it up. If you're listening to this go ahead and uh, hit that thumbs up button it's gonna help with the visibility of the show and put this in the eyes of other boxing fans
17: because you know there ain't no show
1: without info Joe. are you ready for our next bout? let me hear you shout out to the boxing guy.
19: On IG. That sweet tooth. Yo, yo, yo. What up, my boxing brothers? What what up? What's cracking? And folks. What up? Cass. Uh, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, brother? Brother. Uh what up, what up? What's to... uh, What's your name? Ray?
17: Ray the business.
19: Yes, sir. Alright, alright. What's up, champ? Uh, shout out to the boxing guys, man. First things first, man. Uh, I mean, let me jump into this Canelo thing real fast. Hey, man, you know, we got over 200 or more good fighters, man. I'm glad uh, we talk about Canelo more than we talk about anybody, man. I'm glad Canelo chose. I mean, I, I wish he would have chose Benavidez or Chalo, but it's cool that he chose, uh, Bibble. That's a good fight, a good challenging fight. But uh, I'm glad so these other dudes can start making decisions, man, make their they blueprint, you know, uh, how they want to start this year off and end the year, man. Uh, so, you know what I'm saying? Like you say, Ness, uh, make their own fucking lane, man. I'm tired of uh, uh, them waiting on, uh, even even though I don't even want the Macaboo fight. Shout out to uh, Brandon Lenz. I'm, I'm going to be everywhere right now. Give me a minute. Shout out to him. I agree. I do not like the Macaboo fight. But even if Eddie just mentioning it, making these dudes think, okay, I can't look forward to fighting Canelo soon. Let me fight one of these other great fights. I'm going to go out on a limb right here. I say Benavidez, Charlo, was sell at the box office and on pay-per-view just as good as Bivol and Canelo. Bivol don't speak no English. He ain't going to hype up the fight. Those two guys are. They got. They they can become great in their own lane just by doing that alone, and I believe that shit will sell. Just as big. I'm going out on a limb. I know Canelo is the number one pound for pound right now. I'm talking about for hardcore fans, they will go to that fight and they will buy that pay-per-view, no doubt. Uh, put me down for Jose Ramirez. Uh, I like uh, Pedraza uh it gives the kind of 50 50 years 50 50 years i'm been smoking that cushion there's hold on champ <laughs> <laughs> i need that shirt on you know i got boxing going on i got my butt going on let's go champ uh shout out to joshua uh i think he need a good uh tune-up or something like that in between that uh before he goes back into that music fight uh what else you guys Spence, was dry, man. These dudes be having the opportunity to sell a fight, man. Ain't nobody say they ain't gonna even try to knock out one of the one or the other. You know what I'm saying? Uh hey man, shout out to Bear Claw. I mean, uh Blair the Flair, I'm buzzed, yo. I've been eating edibles and shit too, making some shit tonight. <laughs> uh Dudes know how to sell a fight. I know Chris Colbert lost, but he know how to sell a fight. Shout out to them type of characters. Boxing needs that man. You know what I'm saying? And I, I felt like the you guys, uh, Spence uh, 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 press conference was boring, man. Uh, shout out. The, let me ask you this, Ness uh, and Enrique. Do he be saying some slick shit, man? You guys look like a cold pimp. If you didn't know he was a fighter, you know what I'm saying? He like a like a rapper or something like that. He looked like he say some slick shit in Spanish.
17: Do he? Nah, he was righteous, man. He just righteous for for what I saw. You know what I mean? He wasn't saying anything slick. Not yet, at least. Hopefully, he does get slick. I mean, mean, you know, I really was just introduced to him through the Manny Pacquiao fight. He didn't say anything slick there either.
19: Okay, okay, okay. He looked like that dude, though, don't he? He does look like that dude. (laughs) He does.
17: Yeah. Righteous brother. He didn't did do a moment of silence for like the Russian, I mean not the Russian, the um Cuban uh political yeah, 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 prisoners.
19: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Uh what else? What else? Uh let me just chime in on last week's fights, man. I like Antoine Russell, man, but uh like my guy Anthony Edwards said, he looked kind of Sean Porter-ish at times. He needed to tighten his shit up. Like his, his like his brother, uh, with his defense, you know what I'm saying. So he was falling in, looking like kind of like Sean Porter and uh, Josh Taylor. Don't even think about going up to 147. I don't think I don't see him beating nobody in the top five. Uh, hit them thumbs up. You're listening to the number one pound for pound boxing podcast, TBV. I'm out, gentlemen. Peace. <laughs>
7: Joe.
17: Hey, hey already I'm Ness or and Ray or Ray could answer this. Yo. A lot of people, like Canelo made the choice, right? Eddie Hearn brought the offer. Obviously, it makes sense for them. Bivol, I mean, uh, uh Charlo and and Benavidez make sense to other people. Yeah. Do you think it's an American-European thing and a European decision, the fighter, even though it's Bivol, it's just much more of a bigger fight, regardless, overall, take away everything, just who shows up to watch it, the fight, considering both, you know... Canelo and Bivol?
13: As I mean, in, like, why he made the decision to,
12: to go with... Yeah, win. like, That's
17: why true. Yeah, why does he... Why was that the match make the make? Because so, some people are arguing, you know, Benavidez, but then Ness has his point of view where it makes sense, right? <laughs> oh, what does he have to offer? What does Charlo have? Who the have they beat? I'm like, yo, I don't know, Bivol. Who has he beat? And then, oh, but he's the champion, a belt holder, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Business makes the fight. Is that bigger business and the belt combined? So and, and we're just like, yo, Benavidez and and, and uh Charlo, because we're Americans.
13: Yeah, this is something that uh, we touched up on before you before you hopped on, but um I'll I'll break it down in, in my point of view. And I've seen Canelo reiterate this on on two separate points. Um first one is that You know, the PPC offer didn't really that it wasn't intriguing to him. It was two title defenses. You know what I mean? He's already won all those titles. He's he's searching for greatness. Right. He's got goals in mind and that doesn't help him reach those goals. Then you look over at the matchroom side. Okay, I can get that 175 pound belt, be at least on a road to undisputed because the other three belts are getting unified over on that top rank side. You know, then he's got to make that deal some somewhere down the line after this deal. But at least he's on the right path. And then you can close out that chapter with Triple G. They're both for the same money. But the second um, point to him taking that deal, which I feel like was probably the biggest point, is um, the fact that when it comes down to business, who do you want to be in business with? Do you want to do business with Al Heyman and PBC That, you know, I'm sure everything is fine with them in a business relationship, but we know that they did have some road bumps in making that last, um, that last fight. That Caleb Plant fight. That Plant fight that delayed it from September to November. Or do you want to work with Eddie Hearn again, who you guys have a great business relationship. Everything's super easy, super smooth. And you guys actually have a great personal relationship as well.
17: Yeah, there's a relationship.
13: Yeah. So on, on two different sides right there. If they're both for the same money, then it's an easy choice at that point.
17: It has nothing to do with the opponent being harder. The opponent attracted more yeah, in another because, country.
13: No, nah, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, opponents are going to be there. There's always going to be an opponent. And now Canelo's, you know, like like y'all been saying on the show, he's finally saying, kind of giving them that ultimatum, like, hey, look, like if I'm going to be doing this, y'all need to fight each other on that side. And then I'll see one of y'all. But y'all just need to fight on that side. Until then. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's Canelo doing the numbers. It's kind of like how the whole Tyson Fury, Dillian White thing just went down. You know, Dillian White was saying like, oh, I want a different split. This 80-20 isn't, um, you know, isn't fair. But Tyson Fury showed up to the press conference by himself and then sold out all of Wembley a couple hours later by himself without Dillian White even being there. So, that's one of those things where, you know, Canelo has that same star power, if not bigger. And no matter what he does, you know, there's going to be eyeballs on him.
17: Yeah, that just made sense why Dylan White didn't uh, show up. He's like, damn, 20%? Well, then sell the fight by yourself.
13: Yeah. And it turns out they didn't need him. Shit, he should have got 10.
7: (laughs) I got Mr. PBC waiting to jump on the show.
17: Did he raise his hand, though?
7: Yup. Okay. Little. Premier Boxing Champions presents. Mr. P
16: C. Anybody think they see some flaws in my game? Call out. Hey bud, stop crying, nigga. Join the team. Al Heyman is a blessing to the sport of boxing. The sun is shining, the chicks stay signing. Fuck top Rank. Good job, Al Heyman. Last time I checked. Unification is Trump mandatory. Because Al
17: Heyman and PBC offered me something bigger.
0: Show me money. I guess I got to be like everybody else and saying Al Heyman. <laughs> I can quit my job now, baby. SDS
16: Promotions. PBC, baby. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. What's good? But, uh, uh, good. Man, perfect bedtime story, man. Having a good nap. You guys talking. Um... <laughs> I think, uh, Charlo and Benavidez should fight each other, of course. I've been saying that. See who the best is. And right now, obviously, the person with the best, um, that did what they need to do in their division, um, is obviously b- Bivell. Um, sad that, uh, what's his name, couldn't make that fight with Joe Smith, though. That would have been a good one. Um, I got, uh, Ramirez and, uh, Freaking Blair Cobbs.
1: Oh. Oh. Fell asleep.
7: Yo, you there, bro? You all right? Bruvy. What'd you say? Is you, is you, alive?
16: Yeah, no, I like
7: said, you a Yeah, you fell. Oh, I. Yo, Nestgto GTO, Instagram and Twitter. Catch me mañana morning. Um, that should be everybody and all the calls. Double checking here. I got Davidian. Are you available? No, Davidian. You know how to raise your hand, so you definitely not available. We got to all the super chats. We out.
17: TBV underscore casual underscore, fan. Bro. That's my Twitter handle. At Fight Talk, that's my IG. Hit me up. Catch me tomorrow morning on the Boxing Voice YouTube channel. Peace. We out.
7: Peace. We
13: out. Right up here at the Business Boxing on Instagram. Shout out. Peace.